Welcome to Iconoclash. Welcome to Iconoclash episode two. I'm Lucky Day. I'm Mr. Kyle Keezy Blackburn. I'm not actually Lucky Day. What's your name? Ned Needlander. Ned Needlander. Nice to meet you. Kyle Keezy Blackburn. I've run out of three amigos. I did Dusty <laughs> Bottoms last time. Oh, were those three I didn't amigos? Know, yeah, I didn't I, know. I, I didn't was, was going to make it this far. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, I thought seen the show that was going to fall apart before I could get through three. Uh, we got a tent <laughs> behind us. <laughs> we'll explain that. I have kids, and we got. Uh, it was Christmas last week, and we um, got the kids a tent for outdoors. But I don't know how good it'll be because I think my cats have been like tearing it up all week. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Why did you leave it up all week? Uh, we had the kids at a slumber party in it. And, you Why did you leave up all week though? Uh, that was not a good idea. I don't know. There's no good reason for that. Lesson learned. Honest. Probably not. I mean, it's still up, isn't it? It literally would take me ten minutes to take it down. <laughs> Yeah, but the cats are tearing it apart. So this week we are talking about stuff. We could fit. I wanted to definitely at least wrap up since last week we uh, or last episode we uh, <clears throat> we're talking about all of our tops of the year. This is technically New Year's Day, two thousand eighteen, and uh, you bitch you. And uh, I've watched some new movies since the, we last talked. I almost watched uh, Brigsby Bear. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I almost, I pulled it up on my uh, app. I'm working bootleg movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got it on there. I added it to my little list. You should. I'm going to watch it. It looks cool. Check it, man. It's all good. Um, But yeah, uh, we definitely wanted to go over. I, I Well, me personally, I wanted to finish at least uh, that kind of stuff. Um, but it is a new year. Um, you got any cool new plans, ideas, um, goals, life uh, lessons. My my New Year's resolution is to see Iconic Clash make it to episode three. Ooh, that's a good one, man. Yeah, I I'm mean, aiming high. Look, three. I mean, considering we started the week before Christmas, and we obviously weren't going to do it on Christmas. It's the know. only week we took off, and it was Christmas Day. I think right. it's pretty forgivable. And we threw this together on New Year's Day, and like one I hour notice. You. I text you. What, what did I text you? Uh, Three o'clock in the morning last yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to do tomorrow? Like, okay. I, I woke up in the morning like eight thirty. Like, oh sure. You, you know, here we are. Yeah. It's working out so far, man. Hey. It's good. <laughs> um, okay. So okay. Before we go into anything from last week, yeah, go ahead. Let's talk about stuff. What'd you get for Christmas? Ah, yes. Um, well, let's see. Tara got me a couple gifts. We we we. Obviously, uh, I mean, we got three kids. We we have we don't really buy for each other. We usually wait till income tax time. We usually get like a few things we really want. Um, but uh, this year, we each bought each other a few gifts. Um, she got me. Oh shit! Here goes. I'm gonna forget now. Oh, she got me a Destiny Funko Pop. Ooh. Uh, with, of Oryx, which is pretty cool. Um, she got me a Rick and Morty uh, Anatomy Park game over there, which is like a Ooh. card game. But um, it's, it seems pretty involved. I'm looking forward to playing it and trying it out. Okay. And, um, oh, she got me these jeans I'm wearing right now, actually. Skinny jeans. My first ever pair, my first ever pair of skinny legs. jeans. Slender legs. Yeah, these are literally my first pair of skinny jeans. Oh, and she got me some socks, some wool, some wool, nice warm socks I to got wear. My girlfriend, some socks. Yeah, I did. Man, I've, I've got, I've become like a one, like I don't know if there is like a weird like sock guy, but I've become, I'm becoming a weird sock guy. Like I like socks, comfy socks. Like right I mean, now, I think there I are sock people, but if there weren't, you would be the guy to to make it a thing. Oh, and these shoes off. Check out this sock right here. I love that this guy's got a brand new pair of J's on. <laughs> Instead of showing you the J's, he's showing you his socks. 
<laughs> All right, look, check out the sock. It says Smoky Toes on top. This came in my canna box, by the way. It says Smoky Toes, but it's got this like elastic band around the foot, which I like. like a thread. Oh, oh, I need to cut that off. Thank you. Um, but it's got the, my favorite part is at the bottom. It's kind of sweaty because it's warm in here. But gross. Um, <laughs> um, not yeah, super. Please sweaty. keep them on the table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. This there's also this uh, pad at the bottom that I really like. It's comfy, is my point. But this I like it. Like we're doing such a wonderful job of deterring everybody from wanting to listen to us. <laughs> the first episode we jumped in with uh, Gary Johnson. Yeah. This episode we're jumping in with your feet on the table. Oh yeah. Okay. You're right. That, I mean, wonderful. <laughs> so, anyways, what'd you get for Christmas? <laughs> uh, I got Mario Rabbids. Oh yes. How, how do you like it? Is it cool? It's really weird. Mm, okay, yeah, Rabbids games fun. are all weird. Have it's you ever played fun. them? Um, no, I've never played any of the like Rayman Rabbids games. Yeah. Um, I like Mario. Okay, and that game looked fun when I saw it. Yeah, so I wanted that. Mm. Um, I've never played XCOM, but I'm told it plays much like that. Okay, cool. Um, but it's lots of fun. I like it a lot. All um, right. I also got a pro controller from a Switch. Ah, nice. What are you gonna play? What game are you gonna play with that? Right now, I'm playing Rabbids with it. Okay, but everything. Okay. Um, I got. I got a, a power strip for my mom. That's what my mom got me for Christmas. <laughs> Sweet, dude. but it's like a fancy power. Yeah, strip. no, it's I, a fancy. It's like a it's like a tower. Oh, it looks okay. like a router or something, but it's got all these little plugs on it and different buttons to like activate them. That's pretty. And then it's got like USB plugs on it and shit. I it's would. Fancy. I would genuinely appreciate something like that. I actually, I hooked it up to like my whole little gaming setup, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. I'm into it. Um, what, that that's it. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I, I did get some money. All right, all right. And I took the money and spent it. <laughs> all right, that's good. I bought a PSVR. Oh, yeah. how do you like that? It's so un. Oh, all right. Un what? I don't. I don't know what the rest of that is. Is that unbelievable or underwhelming? No, it's unbelievable. Oh, um, okay, sweet. Let me make sure my phone's on silent here, so we don't. Yeah. Um. I don't know how to explain what PS modern VR in general, not just PSVR. I mean, I haven't played it like the Vive or the Rift or any of those. Okay, but um, so I don't know how I don't know how to describe what that's like to somebody who hasn't done it. Yeah, sure. Because it's not like anything you've ever done before. Well, have you it's played? Not, have you played the Virtual Boy? I have played the Virtual Boy. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> um. When I was a kid, I would go to like the mall and the game store. They'd have like Duke Nukem you could play in 3D. Okay, yeah. And like Aaron VR. Mm-hmm. And my dad would get the headset for me, like in the store. Like you play in a store, you like pay like five bucks or whatever. You could put the headset on and play. Okay. And I did that, and I remember like at like seven years old, I just remember thinking like this is terrible. <laughs> this okay. is nothing like that. Like okay. like it's made such so great what, strides. What games are you playing on it? What have you tried on it? I have a say. bunch of games for it. I have a, a shitload of games. Really? Um, the reason I have a shitload of games is because I got some like free with PS uh, Plus. Okay. You've probably been like buying them all year long. You know, well, they they always have these sales. In, yeah. Like, games normally twenty dollars. Here it is for ninety nine cents, and so I just bought a whole bunch of same. Like, I do super like cheap. Yeah. So I have like thirty five games for it already. Dope. Um, you gonna get Skyrim for it? I actually I just got Skyrim the day before yesterday. Oh, I'm jealous. How do you like it, bro? It's weird. Yeah, it's. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's weird. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's awesome. Let's make no mistake about it. Yeah. It's Skyrim in VR, but it's weird because 
they had to like really dumb down the graphics mm. to make it run, which I get. But like when you're in there, you're like, oh, I can't believe how shitty this looks. Oh, okay. It looks terrible, but <laughs> it is Skyrim in VR. Like you're, it's fucking weird. Okay. Um, like I, I almost didn't get Skyrim because I played Skyrim so many times, and I was thinking like maybe I should get something new. Sure. I was thinking about like I don't even know what the point of like if you have VR and you know Skyrim exists for it and you don't have that yeah I'm you're just you. fucking up in life like how do you not have that I'm with you man you have to ex- like <laughs> so uh, I, yeah for sure okay cool I've only played a brief little part of that but I played uh, Paranormal Activity okay which is pretty fucking crazy I played I, I really really want to play Resident Evil Seven but I just haven't popped that in yet oh that sounds like it would be a nightmare um, literal nightmare yeah but well. I always wanted to play the kitchen demo. You know what that is? Um, no, I don't know what that okay, is. Okay, so before Resident Evil 7 came out, before they even had like the beginning hour demo that was for everybody to play, the first thing that they released was this demo called Kitchen. Okay. And they didn't tell anybody it was Resident Evil. Oh, okay. And they yeah. just had this at like these game shows, and all these people were trying it, and they had no idea what it was. It was just called Kitchen. And it was just like, everybody's like, what the fuck is this? We want this. What, like, what is it? And then later on, they found out it was Resident Evil. But I've never had the opportunity to play the kitchen demo because it's not on anything but VR. Okay. So on PlayStation Plus, they have like a demo disc and the kitchen demo is in there. So I played that. Sweet. How did you like that? It was pretty fucking wild. It's it's fucking crazy. Like the the way the VR works is like it tricks your brain. So if I'm in a game, after a few minutes, you kind of forget that you're not in it. Mm. Like even though you know, you can tell yourself like this is a game, but like... Just the, I don't know the technology, but it just tricks your brain into thinking it's real, even when you know better. Have you ever put on one of those, like, Samsung <laughs> gear headsets, like like that right there? Uh, no. Well, like that, I mean, in all honesty, that thing does a pretty decent job of, like, doing the VR, like, experience. I mean, you put some headphones in, plug them in, and it's pretty cool. Like, you can look around. I've got, like, a bunch of little demos, little games and shit. It's nothing like a Vive or anything like that. Well, it's it's similar. My, my point is, it does a pretty decent job for what it is, um, but... I've never played the PSVR, and I haven't really heard anybody give me any like um, reviews of it. So I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that I had never played it before it's, this. It's a, it, the point is, it's a good entry level. Like, I mean, especially for people who already have a PlayStation Four. Like, yeah. why in the fuck wouldn't you get it? You well, know, I mean, the other thing too, like, like what is it, three hundred bucks? I got it actually on sale on Amazon for okay. two sixty. Oh, dope! And it yeah, came so with it some really games cheap. and shit. It came with uh, Grand Turismo, which I also haven't played oh, yet. Oh, that sounds sweet. Um, but. Like it, it, it's so expensive to get into VR. Mm. Like if if you're you're gonna do the Vive or the Rift or whatever, not only are the headsets six hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, but on top of that, you have to have a really high end PC that can run them. I'm saying like you're looking at spending a couple thousand dollars to get into it. With the PSVR, like if you have a PlayStation, you just buy the headset. You're in there. Yeah, you got you know three hundred bucks in a PlayStation Four. What? But it has it has wowed the fuck out of me, bro. Good. I'm glad to hear that. It is unbelievable. And they're like, there's like problems with it right now because VR is so new that like sometimes the controls can be a little clunky. They're trying to figure out how to best do things. But like you can tell that those are like the hiccups of like. They're they're gonna iron that stuff right. out. Like in, the, in a year or two, it'll be different. I went to a customer's house and he um he had a uh, 
HTC Vive. He's like, he was down there playing with it. He's like, you want to try it? I was like, I mean, of course, of course, and, yeah. And, uh, like as soon as I went into his house, before I even like, he showed me anything. He's like, he's like, here, try it out. You put the headset on, and like, so he had like a couple little bullshit games, like one where I was like shooting a little crossbow with the things. But I mean, it was fun, really cool. Um, but he did let me play like, a zombie game, but it was really like, what game was it? Do you know what it was? Um, it, it was just some generic like. Kill zombie kill USA. Or okay, because I just like just that. last night I downloaded Arizona Sunshine for the PSVR. It was not that. I'll tell you that right okay. now. I would have. Well, I mean that. that Arizona Sunshine looks kind of like some bullshit, crappy. <laughs> like like it just, the graphics look terrible and stuff. Yeah. But it's like a higher end VR game. But it looks fun though. Yeah, as long as it's fun, I, I guess. Yet, but though. this zombie game was pretty fun. But uh, it was like you couldn't really like the only way to move would is still like to like move your guide like this and then move for like to the right and then move forward. Well, well, most of the games that I played, like like Paranormal Activity and Skyrim, they have it set up so that when you turn, it's in like thirty degree increments. It skips. Yes. Um, the reason that they're doing that is because people are getting motion sickness with mm. them. Both of those games, and I don't know that you can do this with all games, but with both of those games, I was able to go into the settings and just change it to smooth movement. Oh, really? And I played, cool. I, I played my PSVR for like four hours at a time <laughs> and not gotten sick at all. Four hours at a time? Yeah. <laughs> but I've, like, like, I've literally sat there with the headset on for four hours and not gotten Damn. sick. The closest I've gotten to sick was I was playing Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. Do you know what Until Dawn is? No. Oh, is that a zombie game? No. All right. Until Dawn is this game that they came out with um, for the PS4 that is like, it's kind of like a movie. Okay. It's kind of like the Telltale games. You know how you like yes. you unfold the story by making decisions? Yes. It's kind of like that, but it's super hyper-realistic looking, okay. and it's like a horror movie. I would like that. Um, But it's super fun. I really loved Until Dawn. But um, with Until Dawn Rush of Blood, it's like an indirect sequel, but it's only for PSVR. And what it is is... Um, you're on like this roller coaster that is until dawn themed. Okay, and it's a rail shooter. So you're is, shooting. What is this on? This is on the VA, the VR. The one that you're showing. This is just regular until dawn. So this is on PS4, okay. and it's great if you haven't played it. Play it right now because it's awesome. It's dope as fuck. But the sequel is until dawn rush of blood, which is not really a sequel. It's like a spinoff. Okay, sure. But it's like a rail shooter, but you're on a roller coaster. In that game, that sounds cool. There's, it's so much fun, bro. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. It's so fun. But there are times when you're like going down a hill on the roller coaster, and then something will stop you. Okay. And when it stops you, you can kind of feel your stomach turn like you got stopped. Oh shit! Because it's tricking your brain into thinking it's real. Yeah. So you're not even moving, but it, you get that <laughs> feeling like you were. Um, but like I, it never made me feel sick or anything like that. There's so a, there's some guy doing like a walkthrough of it. it Dude, this cool. is this uh, this level that he's doing is crazy too. There's like big buzz saws that come by your head and you have to dodge them. Oh, that sounds and it sweet. feels like there's buzz saws in your face, bro. It's crazy as fuck. That game looks like that's a the buzz saw. Amazing. You see the buzz saws? Yes. Watch, he's gonna have to like move his head to like get around <laughs> it. Ooh. So the, another one. so this is on the VR. Yeah. That that I mean that's like uh like if I had that game that would, or if I had a VR that would be a must have for Bro, me. Bro, not only is it like a must have and is it insanely fun, but like this is one of the games that when it came out I really really wanted the VR for cuz yeah. I loved until dawn so much and like 2 or 3 months ago it was one of the free PS Plus games. This game was? Yeah, so I didn't even pay for it. I Damn. got it. Yeah. You're yeah. silly. Like I, I'm, I'm on. You're silly if you don't like get those games. By the way, even I get if you a, don't like, play the first them. day, I download yeah. every. Or I don't even download them. I just add them yep. to my library. Same. I do that with um, 
uh, all the Xbox uh, Live Gold games too. I mean, re- yeah. whether I want them or not, there's been so many of in the past year. There's been so many of those games that I've gone back and just randomly installed and played that I really liked. There's a game on there. Did we talk about Turing Test? I ta- I was talking about that with somebody. The Turing so. Test. Oh, I was talking about it with my brother over over the holiday. Um, there's a game like it was just free. I probably downloaded it six months ago or some shit. Who knows? But um, it's just a. It's it's similar to like Portal almost like you go in a room, solve the puzzle, go to the next room, solve the puzzle, go to the next. It, but um, you do it by like shooting these little balls to open the doors and like. Is it chromo gun or whatever it is? No, it's called the Turing Test, but it's an indie game. I'm pretty sure. Well, there's but. another game that's just like what you're describing. Really? It's called like Chroma Gun or something, and it's um I've almost bought it a few times. I'm just waiting for it to go on sale, and I'm gonna get it when it's cheaper. Okay. But it looks exactly like Portal. You got a gun like Portal. Okay. And there's these globes. Yeah. And like and it, it kind of like in the description on the game on like the PlayStation Store and the Nintendo Store and shit, it will say, um. Like, it makes nods to Portal. Like, it's mm. trying to play off the fact that it's, like, a Portal knockoff. Okay. But basically, you shoot, like, colored balls, and they, like, paint walls certain colors. Okay. I don't know. It I haven't played si- it. I haven't played it, it, but it looks fun. It sounds similar. But anyways, little games like that that I've, I've discovered. Oh, another, the, the other one, oh, I, I did my Xbox Live, like, um, year in review. Did you do yours? Uh, you go to, like, Xbox.com, and, like, you can, like, look at your most played. It'll, it'll give you, like, a little rundown. I don't rundown. know that I played my Xbox all year. Really? I really don't know that I played it at all. Well, anyways, one of my most played games was one called... I lied. I, did, I played Quantum Break. Was that fun? It was tight. I liked well, it. Well, we played the shit out of a game called Night Squad, which is like a top-down little... Um, just like a little beat-em-up, like where you can play with your mm-hmm. friends. Like you have like little swords and kill yeah. each other. Um, but all of my kids can play it, you know? So we've played a lot of that together. Um, you know, Kennedy especially, like loves that fucking game and then because of that she wanted to play the night game i was like let's try this so i installed castle crashers and we tried that she fucking loved castle crashers too i got this game on ps plus like right when i first got my playstation 4 like the first month one of the free games was called uh tricky towers have you ever played tricky towers no, never heard of it it's so awesome <laughs> okay tricky towers is basically tetris except for um you drop the blocks like like there's like a little platform, and you drop the blocks onto the platform. Okay, and it like tilts. And yeah, you keep going until it falls. I played games and like so that. So you play against somebody else, and you have to hope theirs knock off. And then you can get like power ups. You have like little wizards, mm. and they shoot power ups. So you can like knock some of his blocks off, and so it falls. And it's fun, bro. That sounds fun. I would definitely play some shit like that. Um. All right. So we were talking about. Oh, we we got into this discussion because we were talking about stuff we got for Christmas. Um. But yeah, sounds cool. I mean, you got uh, that PlayStation shit. I mean, that PSVR sounds. You're gonna have to come to my house. Yeah, I, I would definitely have to like come to come my play house. It. And like, it's. I, I want to get up like this computer. I built this computer that we're using here um, a few months ago. Well, pr- uh, probably about um, less than a year ago. Um, but anyways, uh, the I'm, the card that I, the graphic card that I got for it, it's not super fancy. I think I paid like 180 bucks for it. It's got an RX 480 for any nerds who care. But um, uh. It's VR ready. So like if I if if I were to find like a Vive or something on sale, I mean I would pay like if I could get one for two two fifty, you know, I'd consider getting one. But right now, man, I can't I can't justify paying like, you know, four hundred bucks for it. Well, like part of the reason I waited so long on the PSVR, like I, I went and bought the Switch before I got the P I I was debating between the Switch and the VR. Yeah. And I went with the Switch instead of the VR. And the reason was because I couldn't justify spending four hundred dollars on the VR when there was only like 
two or three games I really yeah. wanted for it. But then you find gems like that until until well, Dust. that was one of the three games that I, you know, I wanted dush. to do that. I wanted to do Resident Evil Seven, and then like I knew the Inpatient was coming, which is coming out this month. Okay, um, but like outside of that, I didn't really like. I don't really know. I mean, especially for horror game nerds like you, like um, you yeah. know, this is like a perfect home for um, games like that. You know, for I feel like PSVR just kind of lends its whole hand to horror. Yeah, it does. Definitely. But I've loved it. It's awesome. It's So if you have a PS4 and can get a PSVR for cheap, might as well. Like I said, yeah. Like like <laughs> that's that's part of the I wanted like the discount price, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I didn't want to pay full cuz I'm a cheap bastard, but right. like I got I did, the reason I want the Switch is cuz there was more games that I wanted for the Switch. So oh, speaking of Switch, we got a we did get a Switch for Christmas. Oh, surprise, <laughs> imagine that. Um and uh, I've been playing some Super Mario Odyssey on it and it's pretty fun. My kids literally like will not play it. Why? Like, they have they got a bunch of other shit for Christmas and they've been doing that, but they'd rather sit around and fucking play Roblox than the Nintendo Switch. So so you've played Super Mario Odyssey now? Yeah, Super Mario Odyssey, I've played it. Did I've been you go through my it. little frog experience? I, d- I did. I, was I, it similar for you? I, I had more of a more of that experience when I went into the pipe and became a two D Mario. Yeah, that was, I like that, that, was that awesome. part. That was awesome. A lot. I, I love there's there's littered all through the game. Yeah, too. that kind of stuff like happens almost immediately in the game, and it, it's it's I mean. It, Mario just gets it right every single fucking time. Like it's incredible. Like I said, as soon as that hat went on the frog, I was just like, "Dude, like uh, what this you, is stupid, what, but it's so awesome." What do you think about the conditions that they must be working in in Nintendo Japan, like when they're creating a game like Mario? Do you think it's like a fucking dictator running around, like whipping everyone into shape, like working very long hours, everyone in a shit mood, or do you think it's just literally like the happiest, coolest, like? smartest people ever i mean i don't know that it has to be an extreme like that but um. <laughs> like I, I just my mind goes one way or the other like how do you create such a polished like and a game like breath of the wild too like create such a polished like beautiful game that's perfect in almost every fucking way how do you do that well i mean let's let's be clear because nintendo's had a lot of inconsistency sure through their past no not a lot um, come on some Maybe Absolutely, so. <laughs> the Wii and Wii U were both horrible. The Wii is one of the top-selling consoles of all time, and it was like a fucking. It was like the pet rock. Like, ha ha, we tricked you. You bought this. Mm. The Wii was fun for a month, but and then the nobody ha- touched it again. It's the easiest and most hackable console of all time. You can hack them, can't you? I got a Wii. Can you yes. hack it for me? Um, some people can. Um, <laughs> some people do, you know, but uh, yeah, it's they're really easy. That's a hard yes. If you want to put, if you want to put some very, if you want to put some very legal homebrew on it, yes, absolutely. That's what I would love to do. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring it next easy. time I come over here and I'll leave it with you. Do it, yeah, please. Um, no, but like, like, let's not pretend that success and good are synonymous. Mm, okay. We was successful. Yeah, it was not good. Okay, you're right there. Um, so like, given their history, like. But hold on, oh. wait. Motion controls though became like uh, a thing. Like w- that was like they they were right, the see, innovators. Look, look, this goes back to the PSVR thing because like and until dawn, you're shooting, yeah. or like like I played the London Heist, which is like a it's in PSVR world. It's like this little brief thing where you do like a diamond, okay, theft, um, but you shoot guns or whatever. But immediately I learned that this was not like the Wii, because like the Wii is cute and funny. Because you got yeah. the motion controls, and then like after you play a couple games, you realize they don't work very well. And well, the PSVR is nothing like that. 
So you're saying it's like immediately, immediately when I was doing the tutorial in the London Heister in this little shooting range where you can like shoot the gun around and learn how to play with it. I learned that I could turn around and shoot like very specifically wherever I wanted and hit what I wanted to hit. So you're saying it's innovation on a different scale, but but you're right. I get what you're saying, but those kind I'm, of I'm not denying that we laid the groundwork. But those kind of vibe and we or, or um what's the PlayStation call them the motion thing motion the motion controllers those kind of Wands, things I don't know those kind of things like probably would not have come about as quickly if it hadn't been for they wouldn't someone have. like they the were Nintendo, they were a like copy Nintendo. off of Nintendo yeah like uh, in it they I mean that was pretty innovative at the very least I, I'm just playing devil's advocate defending the Wii because no I understand I'm just saying it was a bad product <laughs> okay. I, I totally get software the, I, or I hardware totally, software wise maybe oh both uh, oh absolutely both I'm not saying there's that some the, classics I'm not, I'm on the not Wii I'm not saying though. the Wii did not have good titles there's some classics on there there were good titles on the Wii Super Mario but there Galaxy there was an overwhelming amount of trash on the Wii yeah you're right you're, okay. that is 100% true so I'm not saying that they're Nintendo always gets their first party titles right yes Zelda's always good Mario's always good you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. there's, there's certain things that are safe Mario Kart's always fun yes but we cannot say like the software was good because it had more trash than any other console ever. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay. <laughs> uh, to, to put it in perspective, just I know this just from seeing downloads of entire uh, ca- catalogs of Wii games. There's like several thousand Wii games. There's only like there, and that's American. And uh, there's only I think like 180 Wii U games for the for North America. I believe it. You know how many people I know that had a Wii? Do you have a Wii U? Yeah, I do. So I now know two people in my entire life that have had a Wii U. Yeah. All the video gamers I know and everything. The Wii U is... It, two. The Wii U is I normally cool get every. Too. I normally get every console. They dropped the ball with it. I never got the Wii U, and it wasn't even because, like... The console didn't look fun or anything. I never got it because there was never here's what I think. much of a reason for me to get. They never had anything that I needed. Listen, the Wii, the Wii, and the Wii U are both prototypes for the Switch. They they released the 3DS in that time. Also, they've they've re, they were kind of prototypes, combined elements of all three, and finally came out with the Switch, which I think is probably the console they were like destined to release. It is probably damn near perfect in every you, way. You can. There are so many wonderful things that you can say about the Switch. Yeah, but. I don't know that we needed the Wii U or the Wii or the 3DS to get to the Switch. Because all those things that you're pulling from it, all of those things would have come about anyway. Sure. Because the Wii, the, the Switch is basically a tablet. You're right. But the 3DS is basically a, a small Wii U. Because the Wii U uses the, yeah. you, it uses the controller as like a second screen. That's, that's, the that's, Switch you also does it in a similar manner. This is the, the beauty of the Switch. This is what separates the Switch from the DS and everything else like it. The difference in tablet gaming and cell phone gaming, what separates them is one major thing. And this is how it's different for me. And this is what sold me on it and why I wanted to get it. It's that the Switch offers portable gaming, which is not even supposed to be a portable console. It's supposed to be like a regular console. It just has the function to make it portable. Yeah. But it offers portable gaming with AAA titles. Yeah, that's true. You know what? The 3DS does not have AAA titles. Sony? It has a few, like, it has Pokemon. Yeah, you're right. It has, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it doesn't, you're not playing uh, Breath of the Wild on your, you know what I'm saying? But, like, like the 3DS has a huge community <laughs> for, like, especially JRPGs and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's like the top I'm selling console saying, of all time in not, Japan. I am not saying that those titles can't be good at all. I'm just saying, like, 
it is amazing to me that I'm gonna be able to in February I'm gonna be able to go get Payday Two yeah. and play that on the Switch. Take that every like I'm, <laughs> yeah, that is cool. That's so awesome. I mean, did you ever think you'd be able to play a game like Skyrim? Like in, in that's your what I'm talking. That's amazing, pocket, bro. You know? That is incredible. That's but the, di- that, the difference to, is the software. I'm giving props to Sony though because they kind of innovated that when they did. Because sh- my buddy Sean would uh, he had a he's a big Sony. Uh, guy and he has a he's at every PSP he has a Vita he's the only person I know that loves a, a PlayStation Vita but the PlayStation Vita looks totally awesome but the fact it that really does you can play he, he's, I know nobody has them and nobody likes them like it looks so awesome he, you can literally play games from the PS4 on that like this like the same yeah. games yeah so I mean they they are kind of in they innovated that you know in a way but I think Nintendo is kind of perfecting it especially Absolutely. bringing uh, bringing back car. Uh, Carts to uh, console gaming is, uh, I think, a big, huge plus too for load times, especially. I hear Skyrim is like. What do you mean? Because they have there are the games are on carts now again. Oh, like cartridges. Yeah, um, they it cuts back on load time like immensely. Well, I mean, I think we're in a time now where it's crazy that we're still using discs because yeah. we went to discs because they held more information. Now we're in, like the time like USB drives and shit like yeah. Shit has changed. Why are we still using disks? I mean, it's all going to be cloud-based storage eventually, but at the very least, just give me a micro SD with the game though. on it. I think there's too many people like me. I, I know I'm not alone in this. But like, I want hard copies. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Would you care if your game was just a tiny little micro SD? Would no, I don't give a fuck. I just want something tangible. I don't want to hand you $60 and... Like, I buy almost... The only things that I buy digitally, like, as far as games and things like that are things that are either super on sale and I just get it super cheap or things that you can't have hard copies. All of. right, well listen to this, buddy. This is where we're going to clash, okay? Let's clash. Cuz I buy, <laughs> I buy everything digital. You're an idiot. Why? <laughs> okay, so hypothetically speaking, this is this is a strong hypothetical <laughs> here, okay? But this is where I'm going to start with my argument. Hypothetically speaking, because I have another friend that's just like you, and mm-hmm. I think he's a fucking idiot too. Okay, <laughs> okay. And shout out to my my boy Felix. Um, he's also my destiny friend. You guys are just all fucked up. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Hypothetically speaking, yeah. Okay, here it goes the nuclear internet, nuclear yeah. world war. Okay, yeah. Korea bombs us. Mm-hmm. The internet's gone. Mm-hmm. We're living in tribal situations here, but me and my PlayStation have survived. <laughs> Okay. You're never playing your games again. Okay. Because I'm going to be out searching for food for my family, most likely, most of the day. <laughs> You're I'm, a fucking idiot. I'm not going to be playing my fucking PlayStation and Xbox. Are you kidding me? If there's a nuclear holocaust and... uh, What? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? You're not going to be watching TV. There's a nuclear holocaust. Games. I'm going to the grocery store and getting a bunch of canned vegetables and going home. Like, you're hunting now? Yeah, I am. No, you're not. How the fuck are you going to feed your family? Dude, people are going to be hunting you. Haven't you seen The Walking Dead? Yeah, and what do they do in The Walking Dead? They go to the fucking grocery store and fucking steal all the canned vegetables. Like, I know. What, what, you're hunting? How often are they playing video games, though? Well, Carl played some video games. He did have, he? like, a Game Boy or something. Uh, I think, I think, uh... <laughs> What's the dorky guy? Eugene? He was yeah. playing video games in the Maybe. like the Savior's compound, too. But guess what? I'm going to be able to find a Nintendo Switch. You know what I mean? It'll be all right. Yeah, but I'm going to have my stuff all holed up in my house already. Gonna I don't have have to, I'm not going to have to have electricity. Out. What are you going to do? Yeah, how, what do you mean you're not going to have electricity? We can't get generators and shit in the apocalypse? Fuck out of here, bro. You're going to have to find some 
a fuel too for those generators, bro. Bro, you the world is dead. This? Think about all the fuel that exists, oh, you bro. You me? can't find some fuel. You don't think those motherfuckers prepping preppers are stealing? Right you don't think those fucking preppers are stealing the big? Bro, oil if there's rigs? a nuclear <laughs> holocaust, how many preppers do you think are out there? Not that many, but right. they're, they're stealing all the fucking fuel. I'm telling you that right now. Well, and then there's gonna be a line. I want to play PlayStation, long. so now we're going to war. <laughs> all right. So okay. Anyway, to, to get digital, back to the seriousness yes. of my argument, because that was a ridiculous scenario, but rabbit hole. Uh, making a point. Yes, I get it. Digital, though. Here's here's. I'll give hold you. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm not done with my argument right. here. Let me guess. Just you, hold on, guess, buddy. You miss instruction manuals in the in the cases too. No, I don't care about that. All right. Um. No, I I have an issue. Anything, cloud like, what if PlayStation gets hacked and you lose your account? Okay. Or an Xbox or yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. You know I, I understand. You that. can lose everything. That's a valid argument. That's that's like a realistic argument too. Yeah, that's you're not right. just valid. Like that's plausible. You're right. Um when I buy things, I want something tangible. Okay. I think that's pretty easy to understand even if you disagree with it. Like Sure. But I want something I know I have. With this day and age, a lot of the games are like requiring internet access and stuff anyway. So what do you think about those kind of games like when they take their servers off? Did we talk about Umbrella Core at the last episode? Um Resident Evil Umbrella Core? Yeah, I think so. We talked because I have a strong, game, I, had, I had a strong opinion. I think I shared it in the last episode, but basically, like this is an all online game. Okay, and I love this game, and nobody else likes it. Oh yeah, you're saying, nobody but plays now it. I can't play it because nobody else can. So what do you think about that? Like, I think it's horseshit. Okay, what do you think? Um, I think if Capcom you're gonna make should do about that. I think there's a very so- simple solution with Umbrella Core. Make it a that, free to play? No, I think I think Capcom doesn't want to do this because they don't want to invest resources into a failing game, and I understand that. Except for I think you owe it to the people that purchased your game. If you're going to release a game and a bunch of people are going to give you money for it, you owe them this. Release a patch to do offline with bots. There's already yeah, that's there's, cool. there's already like a short story campaign where you can do offline <laughs> with bots, but they're very strict like handheld yeah missions. So they already have the tech. They already have the AI and everything already in place. Just set it up so that I can do offline mat or offline with bots, where I can choose the map and I can choose I think the that's settings. A good compromise. And if you do that, then I don't feel ripped off because when I want to play it, I can still go play with the bots. They they could even do that on games like Destiny. Like when they should when it like goes offline, they should just have some have a way that you can go into the raid with a bunch of bots or whatever, and you could still play the, through the raid. And like I have a hard time buying on online only games because I know that. Barring a, few, barring a few exceptions to the rule, they all have their time and it passes. You and you can never play it look again. Look at it like this, though. You paid, you paid maybe after expansion and shit, 100, 120 bucks if it, on a game you really loved. Um, you know, but, and you got your th- three years of enjoyment. You put 500, 600,000 hours into it. Don't you think that you got your money's worth at that point? I mean, you'll pay that much to go to a fucking uh, baseball game for you and someone else. You know what I mean? Like... I think that's a pretty good investment when you look at it in terms like that. I mean, in that same vein, I hear a lot of people complain when they pay $60 for a video game and it lasts 10 hours. Yeah. I I, I would be... Even if it's good, they'll complain about that. That would annoy me. I understand that. I understand that. But at the same time, you can make the same argument that if I go to the movie theater, Mm -hmm. I spend $10 on a movie. Yeah. That's a one-time view. Two hours. Two hours. Well, if I do that six times... I'm now at 12 hours. Yeah. That's six, but now I'm keeping a game that I can replay as much as I want. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're getting your time out of it. I get that, but I just think 
with a game that's supposed to have replayability. Mm-hmm. Like a multiplayer game. It's not something you're supposed to run through and be done with. Sure. It's not a single-player campaign. It's something you're supposed to replay. With something like that, you owe it to the gamers that purchased your game and gave you money to just make sure that your game doesn't die once yeah. the fan base has moved on. I think that for a game like that, you're, I completely agree. I think they should, at the very least, have something like that, or at least have that discussion before you even release the game. Like, okay, once this game's obsolete in two years or whatever it is, you know, we'll activate bot mode and people... You know, can we'll we'll mark it down to it ten bucks. It should come out of the, box. We'll we'll mark it down to ten bucks in the online store, and you know, whoever wants to play it can play it. You know, and maybe then the multiplayer base would grow too. But you know, I don't think that's too much to ask. I'm with you 100 percent there. Um, I mean, it's it, it's one thing if you have to develop the AI to control the bots. Yeah, like sure. if you don't. But if have, it's already there, fuck it. They already have it in the game. Yeah. Why do I not have that option? I don't that know. is something they could tackle with. Uh, Weeks worth of work. Yeah, at that little studio. Now I understand they don't want to pay people for a week to do that when nobody like I mean, even you call, owe it to me. I the, paid for the fucking game. Don't the Call of Duties all come with bot modes and shit now too? Uh, I don't play the Call of Duties, but I did play Black Ops Three because it came with my PlayStation Four. Yeah. At the very least, you can still and use zombies it had by bots. yourself. It too. had bots, and it was fun. Okay, cool. And I, I played it a lot more than I would have. Specifically because it had bots. Yeah. Because I was playing offline. I mean, bots is just like playing a fucking like rail shooter or something. You know, like I like playing as long as you can still like advance and get shit and like earn your credentials and credits and rewards. Well, like I like to play um, multiplayer games, but like I didn't have the internet for such a long time. So when I had Call of Duty, even though I never would have bought Call of Duty, I played it a lot because it had the bot function and I didn't have yeah. anything else that I could play like that. I got you. I like playing Unreal Tournament with the bots and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Hmm. I like that kind of shit. Well, I haven't had, I haven't really played any games that have become obsolete like that yet. I mean, Destiny was kind of like that, but that's a game where I feel like I got my money's worth. I had a lot of fun playing Destiny One, and uh, I, I, I'm not like salty. I wouldn't be salty at all, even if they said like we're shutting down the servers in six months. And that, if they told me that, I would probably play it a lot more these next six months. In all honesty, but nevertheless, why I buy digital is. Um, one, it's just convenient. I don't have to fucking get up and put in a disc. I think that's, uh, and your disc will get scratched up, especially having kids. Like, you know what I think is odd about you being a digital guy? What? I know that everybody watching this video cannot see this room. (laughs) This room is a whole bunch of video game stuff and just nerdy junk that he likes to display. Sure. So I find it odd that you wouldn't want a game, a shelf for your games to display. You're right. Not everybody's into displaying things, but you clearly are. So that's why it's odd that you would not be into that. You know what? And and I've thought about that too. And I'm sure, you know, in 20 years, I'm going to have nostalgia for Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey and uh, Skyrim. And I'm going to wish I had like the copy that I bought. You know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. And then in that case, I'll probably find a way to get it again, just like I did with all this stuff. I had all these Super Nintendo. We had every good Super Nintendo game that existed. We owned it. We traded it all in, got a Nintendo 64 and two games. Right. Speaking of. <laughs> and then I went and bought them all again when yeah, I was an adult, of course, essentially. Yeah, that's the way that works. I mean, I, I did that when I was a kid, too. Traded everything. So in, in that cabinet right though. there, I got a bunch of like old Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis. I got all kinds of old shit in there. Okay, so now I need to ask you a question. What? You got Earthbound up here. Yeah. We talked about that a long time ago. Yeah. And I know that that was like a big deal for you. Yeah. I've never played Earthbound. I hadn't even heard of Earthbound until I came over here and we talked about it that day. Okay. But now my kids got this uh, Super Nintendo classic. Yeah, it's on there. And it's on there. Play so it. What the hell is it? All right. Earthbound is a RPG. You, um, it's, it's 
a turn-based. Um, you, you're just a kid. It's a the the charm in Earthbound is it has like a very quirky, um, funny, like weird, just weird, uh, your know, references and uh, I don't know, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but anyways, it's just a, it's a charming, quirky game. Um, you're you're a kid. He there there's a meteor that lands. It, it unleashes like an alien invasion essentially on the planet, and you're um. It like infects people, animals, everything, and you're going around. You gotta, you get like a voice in your head, and you gotta find these three kids to help you. It's my phone. Okay, uh, you gotta find these three kids to help you. So throughout the game, you you join your, you you eventually get your three kids, and you fight the bosses, bad guys, everything else. But you gotta collect these um uh, stones along the way. There's eight like stones, and but anyways, um, very weird shit happens. Very off the wall, out of the ordinary, like. Shit you would not expect. Um, there's like enemies that are literally like piles of puke. There's like hippies you fight. There's mushrooms. I mean, it's a crazy game. Um, but it, I have a, a huge nostalgia for it. When I was about 10, I bought it or I got it for Christmas or something like that. And uh, I played the shit out of it. I've probably replayed it four or five times. It's the only game I've done that with. Um, I've played Ocarina of Time like 95,000 times. I've played that a lot too, actually. Yeah. I've played that more times. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's unbelievable how many times I've played that. I beat it with three hearts. Really? I've, I haven't done all that. I've played it with the temples out of order. Okay. I've the, gotten everything. I've sp- I, I sped run it. I did Master Quest. I did a speed run where I played it in one sitting. Wow. Beginning to finish. That's awesome. 17 hours. Nice job. <laughs> I did that. I've never done some shit like that. So That's job. how much I love that game. Like, yeah. I just kept trying to find new ways to play it because I just love that game. That's amazing. Um, well, check out, check Earthbound out. You, I, I'd say if you play it for a half an hour, if you don't like it within the first half an hour, you, if, if, if it doesn't get you like the, the humor and the, the fighting style, you may not like it, but your people get like powers. It's, it's, you, you find cool items, weapons, like it's really fun, man. Okay. It's, Another it, question. Here. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm assuming as a big Zelda guy, you played a link to the past. Yeah. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. It's also on the, any, or super NES classic. Yeah. I've never played it. You're that. I've always kind of wanted to play it. Never played it. You'll love it, dude. I mean, there's not there's nothing else to say about it. You'll, I played. You're, you're I played. I'm, I just played the beginning part, but I like found Zelda in the castle, and then I like went out and I did something, and now there's like three little gems that I have to go find or something. Okay. Three. There's three little things that popped up on the map. And yes. Stop, but you find those, and then you got to do the next thing. And yeah. it, it's a really it's it's a pretty long game. You're in for a treat. Uh, that's the first Zelda game I ever played and beat. Um, I, Mine was I, Ocarina of Time. That was, was the it? first one, yeah. Well, that was probably my second. Um, I, I played the original Zeldas when I was a kid, and I really didn't like them. They are way too fucking hard for me, in all yeah. honesty. Um, but I, I, we rented Link to the Past, and I actually... Re- uh, the Nintendo had a hotline in Nintendo Power Magazine. I, I got yeah, that. Yeah. They had a hotline you could call and get like tips because there was no internet back then. And uh, I would get stuck on Link to the Past, and I would call the hotline. I racked up like 50 bucks in charges <laughs> from oh, calling man. it so many fucking times. <laughs> but uh, and, uh, my dad got pretty pissed. But you know I'm it sure. is what it is. But uh, but anyways, like that, like that. I love that game. That was that was the first Zelda game I fell in love with. Then I played Link's Awakening for the original Game Boy. Is that? It, it's the, it's there's. I played one for the original Game Boy a long time. There was only ago. one for the original Game Boy. Is that what Link's it was? A, was there like a fish in it or something? Yep, or there something? was. Fit, there, there was. I don't remember yes. super well. You get your, the the very beginning of the game. You get your sword at the beach. You probably remember that. Part. That's that's the one I played. I didn't get very far. In that it, game that's is the one I played. Incredible. If if you if you like Link to the Past, search for Link's Awakening. You'll it's the same. It's a, it's 
not a sequel, but it's exactly the same game style. Okay. Um, and then play Link Between Worlds, which came out for 3DS a couple of years ago. Okay. It's literally the sequel to Link to the Past, and it's fucking great. Okay. So, anyways, if you like 2D, you know, if you want to try out some 2D Ocarina Zelda of Time games. And, and Majora's Mask are the all-time greatest, though. Uh, I, I never played Majora's Mask until I was an adult, and I really liked it, but I never finished it. Well, it trips me out how many people love Ocarina of Time, and they're like, oh, I couldn't get into Majora's Mask. The time thing really bothers people, except for once you figure out the time mechanic, yeah. it's never a problem again. No, as soon as you understand it, that's the end of that. I like the time mechanic. Well, it, it serves a purpose to add all kinds of awesome features to the game yeah. that you couldn't otherwise have, but people had such a hard time grasping it at the beginning that they just shut it off. And I don't know how you could love Ocarina of Time the way that I do and not love Majora's Mask because it's the same thing. Personally, I just ne- I literally never played it. I didn't know anybody who had it. We, Dude, I they never like go it. together. They like yeah. go, they go hand in hand. Like it's like one story. Like, I don't know why. I where Ocarina it. of Time ends, like Majora's Mask picks up and yeah. keeps going. Like it's so good. It's a good game. I, I also never played as much of a Zelda fan as I am. And I even have them. I never played Twilight Princess. I played the first couple hours of Twilight Princess, but I never played Skyward Sword either. I or played, Wind Waker. I, I hear Wind Waker is amazing. Princess. I played Twilight Princess probably about halfway through. Before yeah. I, was, I got tired. Like the wolf thing was kitschy and dumb. And okay. I, I didn't like it. They tried to like make it more way too adult almost. I, I wouldn't mind an adult thing. I, I don't like that every Zelda game has to have like a gimmick. A gimmick. That's exactly what it is. But Mario does it too. Mario is more appropriate for it, though. I think so. Okay. You know, like, Mario can have gimmicks and it's just fun because it's stupid and it's Mario, whereas, like, Zelda, like, I look at Zelda as a little more serious. Sure. Um. But, like, the wolf thing bothered me. Hmm. And, like, Wind Waker, when that came out, I played, like, half of that, and I shut it off because it just didn't hook me the same way that the other ones did. Okay. But... Since that was a long time ago, since then, like I've looked back on Wind Waker, and it looks like fun. I want to yeah, play it. I, I, I want to reach. I want to replay that. I now. talked to a lot of people. That's their favorite Zelda game. I've and I never played it. There's I, I feel a lot like of things about that look so cool about it. I have it on the Wii U too. I need to. Uh, I'm hoping it that they re-release it for the Switch because I'll get it and play that. And I, I, um, Nintendo, I think, is their goal is to literally have their entire library forever on like every console going forward. I, it's, it really seems to be like going that direction. Well, I'm under the impression that their new virtual console for the Switch is supposed to be subscription-based service. Really? Which I think is terrible. Really? Why? I think that's kind of cool, actually. The, the issue give, that I have with this. It'll give people a lot more... Um, uh, avail- like, it'll make it more available to people. To like, accessible? I yeah, yeah that's the word. No, I'm, uh, I, I'm not disputing that. The issue that I have with this is, like, every time I buy something on virtual consoles, because I want to make sure I have that game so I can play it whenever I want, Boom, pay for it, got it. Sure. Um, I'm not going to pay $10 a month to have the Nintendo catalog for the six games that I want to play on it. Okay. Then I'll only play once a year. Sure, so I get that. So I'm going to pay $10 a like, month, 11 months out of the year, I'm not going to use it. You can just buy a Raspberry Pi for 40 bucks and put RetroPie on it, and you're good to go. I don't know what any of that means. I'll explain it later. Okay. <laughs> but like you know what I'm saying? Like like I know I want like on my Switch, I wanna have Ocarina of Time. Right. I wanna have Majora's Mask. Sure. I wanna have the Wind Waker now. I wanna have Super Mario World. Like, there's certain games that I want and I'll pay money right now for, but I don't I'm not gonna pay monthly to have them. Especially when I like I already have Ocarina of Time well, in sixty four. That you can buy like um I know you can buy those games on like the Wii U, like in the virtual console. Like, but, in, like the reason them. I want them for the Switch is so I, know. I can 
I get it. Have them on my portable Switch. You can also buy them on the 3DS store, though. So that's my son got a 3DS for Christmas, and I've been debating on buying the Ocarina of Time remake and the Majora's Mask remake because I've already played the Ocarina of Time remake on it um, a while ago. Don't, hey, let me stop you there. Don't buy anything for it yet. I'll talk to you after the show about that too. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, I, I was thinking about doing that because I really love that game and it looks great too. Yeah. Um, except. I really want it on the Switch. That's no, where I want I feel it. You. I don't want it on my son's. I mean, 3D. I want it on the Switch. May, I want to have it and be able to like. Maybe. Um. I hope they don't do the subscription based thing for that. I hope they give you an option, like like Xbox does, that you can do the Xbox Game Pass, which gives you like a hundred games or whatever, or you can still buy games. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't just do that. I mean, it's more money in their pocket if you could yeah, sell absolutely. a game for you just, you, ten you, bucks. You or, get what I'm saying with like yeah, I, like I, I'm a, I'll play Ocarina of Time probably once a year for sure. the rest of my life. I probably will probably yeah. <laughs> do that. I've probably done that for the last fifteen years. So I have no issue paying the money for it. They'd for be silly to love, do that. But I don't see them doing it. I'm not gonna pay a yearly subscription service or monthly or whatever for a whole bunch of games that I don't want to play. Yeah, I feel that. Just let me buy the games I want. Let me buy them. They will. They will. So well, I see them doing like kind of what Xbox is doing where you, you know, you buy like a lot of games I bought for the 360 during Xbox Live or, uh, free games of the month or whatever. And now they're backward compatible. And now I have those old games from the old library in the cloud ready yeah. to download and play. So I could see Nintendo doing that, like buying the game, being able to play it from on the Switch, the Switch 2, whatever else is next. Yeah. Whoops. Um, I could see them doing that. You know I could what I mean? see them doing that, although I don't know that they'll... Do these consoles really want to give up selling remasters? Well, they're doing it by selling NES classics and SNES classics. You know, they're, they're, they're well, that's part of the reason why I feel like there's no virtual console yet is because they want to push those units, which is stupid because hmm. they're going to sell them either way. Yeah, that's they're true. They're going to sell them either way. I mean, just for nostalgic purposes, I but want one, and I don't. I, I just don't want to pay more than retail price for one. You know, I would have bought the Super NES Classic for my kids like the same way that I did, just because it's cool. That they can have the original controller. Yeah, right. Like, the, the same experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. Um, I like. I don't know how you feel about remasters because a lot of people have a very strong disdain for them. I don't mind them. I mean, I the original still there. So I love them. I, I and they're usually better. I love them. <laughs> what specific uh, remasters have you played that you really enjoyed? Well, I mean, obviously you played. Uh, have you played Ocarina of Time on the 3DS? Yeah, I have. It was great. It looked awesome. Yeah. It looked great. It doesn't look a whole lot different, though. I mean, it looks No, it's good, the same but... style. It's just way polished up. Yeah. Super polished. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. Um, it was kind of disappointing because I wanted, like, a full-fledged remake of that game. Okay. And now I know that that's not coming. I heard they re- I didn't play all the way through it. I heard they remixed the Water Temple to make it easier on the 3DS. I don't remember that, but that might have been the case. I, I, I That's what I read. Why would they do that? Uh, water Temple was kind of a pain in the ass. No, the Water Temple is really easy if you know what you're doing. It's the a pain in the ass the first time you play right. it if you don't know what you're doing. But like once you learn, I can beat the Water Temple in there's minutes. A, there's a temple in Link's Awakening like that that I recall. Like You have to do something similar where you have to like Dude, move shit from Mask? one level to the next and break a floor. And- in Majora's Mask, there are two temples that are like mine. Like, like there's one that's the Water Temple. It's uh, the Great Bay. And instead of raising and lowering the water level, it's currents it's mm. water currents so you have to turn these things and it changes the flow of the current so you can access different rooms where mm. you couldn't access from and then that, that can be frustrating sure. and then the next one after that is the uh stone tower and the stone tower temple it's got these switches that you shoot and it flips the temple upside down oh. to like make things 
it they're both I mean, a if, pain in the ass. If you've ever played like puzzle, like 3D puzzle games like Portal or any Zelda game, any honestly at this point, like you can kind of get it like right off the bat. And they they reintroduce all those same mechanics in like all the little uh, temples in Breath of the Wild. Also, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so the the point is like once you understand that those games have those mechanics, you can kind of pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah. So you play- I mean you know you you understand that there's a trick with the water temple. A trick with it? Yeah. What do you mean a trick with it? Okay, part of the reason why the water temple I'm I'm gonna hit you with some right. Ocarina of Time knowledge right now. Hints. Okay. From a guy that's beaten this game ninety five thousand times. All right. The water temple. As soon as you go into the water temple, the first thing you need to do, as soon as you walk in the door, is you're gonna go into the water and you're gonna put your little boots on. And I think it's the door right di- directly beneath where you're at. Because it's got the different tiers. Yes. The one right directly under you. You go in there, run back there. There's a block. You grab it and pull it back all the way you can. Mm. And if you do that, first thing, takes you four seconds. If you do that, as soon as you go on the temple, it will save you hours of trying to figure out what to do later on. Really? Because it blocks off a, a walkway mm. that you get to later, and you have no idea because you can't move the block where it's at. You have no idea what to do if you just go down there and pull that block. So you don't fi- you typically don't figure out until you've done everything else in the temple. Then you get to that yeah, part. Go, it gets to and a then point, you have to move the water all will, the way back up to the beginning. Move it that will block get to a point way. where you go to every room in the temple trying to figure out yeah. what the fuck am I missing. Yeah, I've, I've done and that it, several times. The first thing you do as soon as you walk in the temple is just drop down to that little <laughs> hall, find that block, and pull it out. Good tip, man. Master tip for a 1996 classic. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> I've mastered the game. Bro. <laughs> can, we, can we pause this and do a smoke break? Sure. Look. That would be awesome. You got it. We'll be right back. Um, welcome back. Hey. <laughs> uh, we're good. Um, oh, I was going to make one more comment about the digital, my okay. digital argument real okay. quick. Um, main reason I do digital for, um, Xbox games is for game sharing. Oh yeah. I don't do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't either, but I know guys who do, but if that, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, and here's a, re- here's the reason why also me what about per- resale value? That's what I was going to say. Um, I'm a person that I, I obviously do collect a lot of stuff. And I, I, I at one point had like over 500 DVDs. I had a way, way too many DVDs. I have too many DVDs as it is right now. Um, and I sold them all. Um, the reason for that is... And, and what now did you get for them? Like seven bucks? Yeah. So, uh, honestly, not much. Um, I, ca- I actually have like uh, probably 50 left. Like random like box sets and stuff like that. Right. M- mainly. Um, but the main reason, like the technology just at this point just outdates itself so quick. Like I, I got this big DVD collection. Then now I don't even, I would never even bother watching a fucking DVD. Like it would be a disgrace to watch a DVD. Cause I got a few Blu-rays, you know, I have like 50 Blu-rays, but I can just fucking download those now. So now I'd never even watch those, you know? So I don't want to have the shit that shit anymore when I can just download it digitally and be done with it. But you, you know? can download your Nintendo 64 over there. You can play all those games digitally. You're right. I ha- I own those for nostalgic purposes. And the same reason, the only Blu-rays that I own, well, let me take it back. Most of the Blu-rays I own, because I at the, when they did come out, I was getting some $5 dumb blue, Blu-rays of movies I don't really care about. Some I've never even seen. But the Blu-rays that I really care about, I'll probably keep. I have the, the like, X, or I'm sorry, I have the Harry Potter 8 film set on Blu-ray. I have Lord of the Rings Extended Edition on Blu-ray. You know, I'll keep those. Um, just for nostalgic or collector's item purposes. Um, 
And, you know, but I never see the day when I, I cannot imag imagine the day where I'll miss my DVDs. I don't miss any VHSs. Get those fucking things out of here for like get cassette okay, so tapes. Recently, recently. Get those out of here. Recently. What? My girlfriend. Recently, like probably, I don't know, eight months ago or something, but yeah. re relatively recently. My girlfriend saw that she'd get a bunch of VHSs, like kids' movies. Yeah. For our kids. Like Disney like, clamshells like and shit. 50 cents a piece or whatever. <laughs> sure. So she got two VCRs and a bunch of VHS tapes. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, why are you doing this? Okay. And I, like, tried to guide her away from doing that, and it quickly became an argument, so I was like, all right, this is not worth it, and okay. I let it go. <laughs> but she bought two uh, VHS players. Okay. And a whole bunch of VHS tapes, and those were watched for about two days in my house. Mm -hmm. Never touched again. Mm -hmm. Ugly as shit, mm -hmm. eyesore in the fucking living room. Yeah. And, like, this last week, I, like, unplugged them all and <laughs> hit them in a closet. She hasn't even noticed. <laughs> Uh, but like at the time, I was like, "Why are right. you doing this? Why are you doing this?" So you're, that 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 reason, that feeling is the reason I don't bother collecting media anymore. I I I can agree with that on some level, although I will say I think DVDs are a little different, just in that Blu-ray players play DVDs. Yeah. So like I have a bunch of Blu-rays, way more DVDs, but I don't feel like the DVDs were wasted. Sure, but I because, feel like if I watch a DVD, I, it's not even in high def. Like I, it's just like shit quality at this but point. But I mean, they're not like VHS. Like you watch a You're DVD, right. they're very serviceable quality. I never watch a DVD and I'm upset with the quality. Okay, I get the Blu-rays better, and I would rather watch things in Blu-ray. But like, if I pop a DVD in, I'm not fretting that it's not a Blu-ray. I feel you. But I, you know what, I do get really irritated with what is if you pop in a um a DVD and you start watching it. And it's full screen instead of widescreen. Oh God, man. that shit pisses like that. Like it's almost unwatchable I, for me. I'm like, how did I ever do this? <laughs> I used to work at Blockbuster at the time when um, full screen and widescreen. Blockbuster. Yeah, that's, that's where I met Tara. Um, at a time when that was a, still a thing, and like, did I she work at Blockbuster too? Yeah, that's where we met. <laughs> that's weird. Um, so that that's why I owned so many DVDs at, at one point too. But um, anyways. Uh, that I've had that widescreen full screen argument with people like it's it's mind boggling that people would even argue they're like people would say why would you want it to fill the whole screen why do you want those black bars like are you fucking retarded how do you think full screen works like it's literally cutting off parts of the movie you dipshit that's what pan and scan means like it would say that shit on there too like you fucking idiots you're not getting the full movie and I am and not to mention they all probably feel like real dipshits five years later when they have a square on their TV. <laughs> 16 9 becomes the standard, and all your fucking movies, uh, all your movies now have black bars on the side. Ha ha, you fucking dipshit. Dude, it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> Full, yeah. Like, I, I got all the uh, Saw movies on DVD mm. when those came out, right? Like, every year I buy the Saw yeah. movie. I, um, I think you even had, like, a little um, baby bag trick that got me one of yep. them. I, yes. But um, another way I got a bunch of DVDs. I have, I have all the Saw movies. And I like go through and watch them. Mm -hmm. And there's always like one. I don't even remember which one it is, but there's one that is accidentally in full screen. Uh. And every <laughs> time I watch it, I'm like, oh my God, let's just skip this one. Let's just go to the next one. It's not like even you, worth you it. You don't even know what happens in that. I feel like I'm being tortured now, not just the people in the movies. Yeah, that is a saw tactic. You know what I'm Jesus like, Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so funny, man. But yeah, the, you know, so that that's kind of my feeling on. I mean, I, I'm just kind of embracing it because I was one of those guys that tried to hold out, like when a smartphones were a thing. Like, I want a physical keyboard, man. Fuck, I can never go to on-screen keyboard. What? Then my it, first, my to. first touchscreen phone was like a Windows phone, and it was like before the iPhone. Yeah. And I, I got this touchscreen phone, and it, like part of the like I had like a choice between phones, and I picked this one because it was the only one that had a video camera on it. And I was oh, like, oh, it's got yeah. a video camera. Mm. We're, I know we're talking about like ancient times here. Yeah. But I got this touchscreen phone, and I kept having to recalibrate the screen. The screen kept getting fucked up. And I was like, I will never own another touchscreen phone. <laughs> like, I fucking hate this. Wow. And so when they, like, started coming out with touchscreen phones, I, like, was Shunned like, it. no. No, I <laughs> want a sidekick. Oh, I loved you know, my sidekick. I had a sidekick. I loved it. I had but, all like, of them. I was like, I was, I was not going with the... Now, obviously, they all work perfectly fine. Right. It's not the same. The technology fixed itself. But yeah. there was a while where I was like, I hate this bullshit. <laughs> Fuck touchscreen. <laughs> Uh, so kind of like the Wiimote versus like the PlayStation VR. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it evolves, you know, and it, you got to just recognize those moments where like, oh, this thing is in its infancy. It will get better, you know? Yeah. So once you realize that we're on well, that I mean, weird cusp. It's funny because like we we're talking about the Xbox One and how much that frustrated me and how aggravated I got with that. And um, like I don't ever play my Xbox now. Yeah. But it's probably fixed itself. Yeah. It's, it's like all, probably all of the problems that I was frustrated with are probably all gone now. You're right. A lot of, they've they've come out with a lot of cool updates and uh, features and stuff like that. But but they fucked up because now they like lost they lost so much money from me because I I do so much gaming like they botched that shit. No, I'm with you, man. Believe me, I get it. Um, to be fair, also the PlayStation could have had the same problems. Yeah, I just got my PlayStation later, so yeah. I I could have skipped past all those. I'm like, yeah, PlayStation way better, bro. That could be a thing. Yeah, it probably is. Honestly, I mean, it always it always self corrects. I mean, even the um, interface of like the Xbox 360. Have you seen those like images and videos of how that's evolved and shit? They went from the blades to like the having blades. a full I remember the blades. Like, I mean, it, it the shit just evolves and gets better. The live chat gets better. The I party say, system like, got. Do you remember when the party system got introduced? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I will say, like, I've I've looked at um, the Xbox One dashboard a few times fairly recently, mm. and it's definitely gotten better. It has. It's definitely gotten better. But I will say, it's not as good as the PlayStations. And the PlayStations, I don't even really think is that great. It, it's very simplistic. There's problems though. with it. Like, yeah. like, I've gone on there to see if there's games on sale, like on the digital store. You can't just, find them. It's just sales. It's never like looking on the PlayStation. PlayStation is very easy. Oh, really? The Xbox is not. Xbox make it is as hard. Easy. They, it is. It hard does to not find. make it as easy. You're right. The, the, the Xbox- PlayStation, you can pull it up, go to games on sale, and it'll show you all the games on sale. That's you can just scroll through them real quick and see what's on there. Well, I, I will tell you, like they uh, Xbox, I know has some sale going on right now, and I just look through the games, and I I found it pretty easily on the interface. So maybe you know that's been changed since you've checked too. Maybe, but like I've I've done that like within the last six months and had problems. Yeah. They usually do a fall update that kind of uh, changes a lot of shit and uh, stuff. So. I mean, what's funny is like I get on my PlayStation almost every day, and every day I get on, I'm just like thinking like, this dashboard sucks, <laughs> and it does. Like, I there's yeah. there's so many things that I don't like about it. It's, I, I don't like it either. The generic. I will say, looking at the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox, I don't think anybody's doing it better than PlayStation. Yeah. I think they all kind of suck. Honestly, I think they're all terrible. Sony is uh, Sony's. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know they've had the same controller for fifteen fucking years or whatever. So I don't know why they haven't moved the fucking joystick over. 
Like how they're both just yeah, I hate right that. next to each other. I hate it, bro. Like the, the one hate, thing about, I, I can say about my Xbox One is the controller just shits on everyone. Yeah, it is so much better. Do, do it's the, not even close. Are the PlayStation Four? Do they actually have a trigger? Is it still the dumbass L one and L two buttons up top? I hate. I've always hated that. Well, it's still it's still the L one and L two, but it has actual trigger buttons. That's what the, I, I. That's why I like the Xbox uh, controller more. The PS three used to piss me off because it was like I don't know, concave, convex. I'm not sure which one goes which way, but yeah. they were. Rounded so that your fingers would slip I think off. that's convex. I hated that. Yeah. I hated that on the PS3. Mm. They've have, corrected that now on the PS4. Have you ever played with an Elite controller on Xbox? No, I have not. Have you ever held one? No. I'll let you hold mine, dude. It's really dope. Okay. I thought they were I dumb. already think I already think the Xbox One controllers are shitting on everybody. Although I did get that Pro controller for the Wii. Yeah. And it's pretty fucking nice. Is it? It's you mean for the Switch. Or yeah, for the Switch, I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's it's one of the best controllers I've ever held. Wait, would you prefer to play like Mario Odyssey with the Pro controller or with the motion controls? I don't play anything with motion controls unless I have to. Really? I, I actually found the motion control on, motion on, on Mario Odyssey, unless you can tell me a trick, because I, I liked them because um, I was able to flick my hat and it would go to the like home to the enemy, where I could not figure out how to do that. If you just press the button twice to shoot your hat, it does not like home. I couldn't figure that I out. I never homed. I always just aimed it. Really? <laughs> well, if you... if yeah, you, There might be a way to do it, but I never did that. If you're playing just, motion controls, you flick your hat and you throw your hat and you flick it and it'll home to the nearest enemy. So I could just like... Shoot, flick, shoot, flick while I'm like Wait, over here. Assist? Yeah, it does it automatically. No, yeah, okay. No. But uh, I'm just not like, as good. There, there may be a way to do it. I just, <laughs> I didn't do that. Okay. Um, but I will say, like, as it stands right now, the best controllers in existence. I will say all three, all three consoles have good controllers now. If you have the Pro controller for the Wii, it's awesome. If you have the Xbox One controller, like that's arguably the best controller ever. Yeah. Which the 360 controller in its time was arguably the best controller yeah. ever too. Um, the PlayStation controller I do not like as much, but I do like the touchpad. What does that thing do, by the way? Um, basically, it's just like your, uh, basically used for like your select button hmm, okay. for most games. But um, can you like use a lot of control like, like a cursor on games and stuff like you that? You can. Okay. Um, like when you're putting things in on like when you're typing things in, you can use it to, you can kind of use it as a pointer like a mouse. Oh, okay. Um. Like a lot of games, you like click it and it'll be your map or something like that. But it's so big that it's really easy to get mm. to. It's just kind of nice. I just kind of like it. Um, not a big deal, but I like it. Okay. The one thing I do like about the PlayStation controller better than the other uh, controllers, um, the little light it has on top, which seems in- insignificant. It does not seem like a big deal. Yeah. It's just kind of aesthetically appealing. You're talking about the bright light at the top yeah. of it or whatever? But the reason I like that, like if you play like Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, and you're like like I play in the dark during okay. the night most of the time, right? So like if if I'm sitting in the dark and I'm playing Grand Theft Auto Five, which I never play to be fair, but it's a good example. Okay. Um, the police start chasing you. Ah. Uh. It'll start turning red and blue, and it lights up the room. That's sweet. And it feels like there's a cop car <laughs> behind you. That's sweet. And that's really cool. That is cool. I know it's not a big deal. Is there any other games that like utilize it? Yeah, like even uh, as cool as most that? games. Most games would like if you're playing Uncharted or not Uncharted, but uh, maybe Uncharted. But um, like The Last of Us, or like a lot of games, it'll show your health bar. So ah. if, if your health's good, it's green. That's sweet. If it's okay, it's orange. If it's bad, it's red. When you die, it'll turn red. Um, things like that. But like, it kind of glows like to the point that it illuminates just enough that it's not distracting. But you don't have to look anywhere to know what it is. I you can just you. tell like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in my health's in the red. You know, that's what I'm saying? pretty cool. I, I do so, like that. Um, while it's not a huge thing, I really like that function. Mm. Um, I know mostly the reason that they have it is for like motion controls and tracking with the camera or whatever. Um, 
which you know, I mean, serves purpose. With the PlayStation whatever. controller, can you use it like a steering wheel, like a Wii remote? Um, on some stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you tell I've literally, I don't think I've ever played a PS4. I definitely like my PS4 the best. Yeah. Um, like I said, the controller is easily the weakest function of it. But it, the controller has like the touchpad and the light. I really like. All right, I we really, get it. Really, really wish that they would move the joystick. They should. You should email. <laughs> that shit is aggravating to me, bro. <laughs> the joystick should always be offset. Yeah, I, I do like them offset. I prefer. They're them way better offset. Yeah. I and like the form of the Xbox One controller is just better. Oh, I, I want to ask you this: Have you tried playing Mario Odyssey two-player? I've never done that. No, it's really it's really tricky. My son is always like, "I want to play with you," and I'm always like, "One player, you can't play." <laughs> Watch. <laughs> I tried playing it with my. I'm uh, not doing that with him. He's four. No. <laughs> well, Kennedy's four. I tried playing it with her, and um, it. The other player just gets to be Cappy, essentially. Right. All they do is, like, they can literally fly around and, like, hit shit. But you rely on Cappy so much that, like, if you're trying to play with a small child, it's right. not going to work. Right. Um, but, it, I mean, it was fun to try it out. But I, you can't, if you want to play the whole game like that and like beat it with someone, you need two skilled adults. <laughs> so me and you could do it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. We're, uh, we're going to wrap up our uh, list from last week. We were um, talking about our favorites of uh, the year. Oh, I say last week, two weeks ago. I like this coffee. You do? It's. I think it's just generic like Kroger coffee, man. I think it's good. Um, I was going to say, um, oh, I got you. Um, I had some other categories. Do you remember anything else you were going to talk about? I don't want to, like, go crazy with mine. Go for it. You you lead the way here. All right. So I, w- I had some. I had a few other categories I was just going to touch on from uh, – we were talking about – Iconoclast, your ideas are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. We were talking about our top games, albums, and movies. Um, we won't recap that. Go listen to last week's. Uh, but I did say I-, I wanted to know my most annoying thing of se- 2017. The most annoying thing. I mean, is there any debate on this subject? We all know what well, the answer to this is. Well, hold on. Okay, don't it's answer that. It's a person. The, besides, so before, let me talk. not talk about most annoying thing. Biggest letdown besides Trump, of course, is something else I had. Okay. <laughs> you, you have to have that asterisk because <laughs> yeah. the biggest letdown is Trump. The okay. most annoying is Trump. <laughs> uh, my most annoying thing of 2017 was dogs. Again, it just keeps winning year after year. Dogs? <laughs> just dogs, man. They They annoy me. You don't like fucking dogs? I don't. You're a terrible human being. <laughs> I can't even trust somebody that doesn't like dogs. Uh, let me get it straight. I, there's some dogs I like, but most of them really suck. And it, I know it's their owner's fault, but I, I can't deal with it, man. I, as a cable guy who goes to people's houses, almost everyone has a dog, and they all suck. Almost all of them suck. I like all animals, but dogs are far superior to cats. Oh. Cats are just so easy. You don't have to... Shit, cats man. are like a pet for somebody who doesn't want to have pets. It's like <laughs> yeah. a goldfish. Exactly. Exactly. And I can pet it sometimes. Stop being so indecisive. Pick a lane. Do you like animals or not? No, I like if you cats. don't if you don't like animals, just don't have them, bro. I like cats. I don't like dogs. No, you like cats because it's like not having to have a pet. <laughs> they're low maintenance and they're they can be lovable. They make me laugh still. They do they play. They um sleep in my bed sometimes. Dogs are fucking awesome. Cats are like I said, I like all animals. I don't really dislike cats, but I would never pick a cat. Uh, whatever, man. Well, like, I like cats, but I wouldn't pick a cat. You know, you want to know my runner-up for most annoying thing of 2017? Poison Ivy. None of these things are like a 2017 <laughs> thing. 
<laughs> well, poison. They're just I, things in life that po- you don't like. Yeah, poison. I, they they just year after year, those are the, always top two most annoying things. How often are you getting poison ivy? I get it a lot, dude. Why? I at work. I work and like I have to like connect cable and like pedestals that are sometimes like in like wooded areas or unkempt get some areas. Gloves, bro. I have gloves. I get it every year. This year, I you can't get long sleeves or pants. Oh, like, I do. Well, I get it in the middle of summer when it's like ninety degrees outside. I get it all over my arms every year. Never fails. Even no matter how hard I try. But it's not me that I worry about. But I brought it home to Tara like two years, several years, actually. She gets it so bad. Like her face, like this year, her whole half of her face swelled up where she looked like a fucking monster. Like she took some pictures of it. We were just looking at it the other day. Um, But I mean. Nah, Tara, you're pretty. Don't let him talk shit. (laughs) She's beautiful. Most beautiful (laughs) woman I've ever seen. But when she got her uh, poison ivy, I mean, I still wanted to hit, but it was really bad. (laughs) <laughs> she looked like a fucking monster, but I was still trying to tag it. From, I was hitting it from behind instead. So. <laughs> Though, that keep week, the bag on, that baby. Week. <laughs> keep that paper but, bag on. But she, I mean, it was like so bad that she didn't want to leave the house and shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I get f- it. I feel bad for her. So, dogs number one. I got bit twice. I think this year, um, and uh, poison ivy second. And I stepped in dog shit probably forty times this past year too. Most annoying thing of 2017. Yep. Go ahead. How about that? Oh, she was she was one of the first memes of 2017. I liked her. How about that? Yeah, that was annoying. She was very annoying, especially when she got her uh, rap career started. What did you think about that? How about that? I mean, Cashmere Alsa. How about that? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, like or just I the bitch. word. Just the word. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I mean, yeah, she's man. not a rapper. Yeah, you're right. She's not a, like Atlantic is fucking up. Atlantic, did they sign her or yeah. something? Wow. Didn't she do a song with some famous rapper? I mean, there was a point where Kodak Black had her in a mu- mm, that's what I was thinking his of. music video or whatever. He sucks, too. Mm. But um, at least Kodak Black's a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. This is just a celebrity that they were like, if you if we can get you to make a song, we can sell this. That's pathetic. Like, Atlantic is fucking up. Like, Atlantic is, I mean, the record industry in general. We were talking about this. Like, I, was, I was with my dad last night for New Year's Eve, and we're watching the performances, which we briefly touched on before we started the show. Um, but like, what was that guy, Khalid? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's a, he's a music, he's a musician and he's on there. He's singing some songs or whatever. And he wasn't really charismatic. Yeah. He wasn't good looking. He wasn't talented. Like, like he wasn't horrible, but like he didn't do anything well. <laughs> and I was just like, who is making these decisions? Like, yeah. this is, we're going to make this guy a star. Like Illuminati what? Did, what is, does man. he do well? That's okay. That's a whole nother. Discussion, but <laughs> like, I couldn't come up with a single thing that he did well. Yeah, he couldn't dance. Like so, he couldn't do anything. So people like that and are definitely on your most annoying. I just I don't I don't understand how. Like the art form is completely a hundred percent like removed from everything now. Mm. Like look at Drake. Right? No, we know Drake is not writing his songs now. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. They don't care of it. Do you still if, like Drake? If I love Drake's first two albums. Okay. Not so much anymore. I don't like anything he's put out since then. Really? I mean, he might have had the occasional song, but like I've never liked the body of work since then. Never been a Drake um, fan. Oh, his first two albums are sweet. So far gone mixtape was hot too. Um, but I have an issue with the fact that we like if Millie Vanilli happened today, yeah. nobody'd care. No. It wouldn't even wouldn't. be a story. You're right. Wouldn't even headline. Well, everybody knows everybody lip syncs now, you know, so. 
I mean, Millie Vanilli wasn't even lip syncing to themselves. <laughs> but like, if that oh, happened yeah, now, true. people wouldn't care. Yeah, you're right. Like, I, if that happened, people would be like, I don't care. I still like the song. Like, art is gone. They well, it's subjective, just, anyways. You know, there's people that like trash. It, I think it's literally getting to the point where we are becoming like those older people. Like, what do you guys listen to? Like, shut up, dad. You don't know what you're talking about. I like, mean, like, it's I'm a little definitely, bit of that. I'm definitely getting to a point where I'm out of touch. I'm like, I can't do the mumble rap thing. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm an old head guy now. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I'm not that old. No, I know. I mean, I feel the same too. But like, it is, it is weird. Like, because of the age of the internet and kids getting into it sooner. But I don't they, think they this have is, access I think this to is different. Shit. I think this is different. I understand how it's the same as like every generation hates the next generation. I, yeah. I get that. But. We're at a point where, like, mumble rap's a thing where they're not even saying words. You can't argue to me <laughs> that that's, that's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but, like, we don't care where people, like, if, if people are frauds and they're not even, like, yeah, nothing's genuine anymore. So this isn't like, well, you know, my brother who grew up in the 80s doesn't like the music from... You know, I'm like, whatever. Sure, like, I get it. Like, it's not the same because we're not just talking about different opinions here. Like, we're talking about something that's not even real. None of this is real anymore. Hmm. Nobody gives a shit that if I write the hottest verse ever. Nobody cares, bro. Hmm. I could be the illest rapper. It doesn't matter. Someone cares. It's just not most people. But that's, I, what, I'm, that's I, what I'm referring I, to. Though. I really think that, like, honestly, the audience for the for that kind of shit, though, is not it's not like people it's not us it's not people even our age it's it's kids and teens or like who that kind of shit is marketed toward and that's who's soaking it all up you know that's not the motherfuckers going out to buy it it's those kids parents are the ones buying that shit for the for them you know what i mean it really is not like do you know any adult like peers that like well, listen like, and like that kid, kind of shit when i was a kid do you do you know anybody who any of your peers that like that kind of shit I know peers in the scope of like my hip hop peers. Okay, that really yeah, respect that, that kind of shit. Mumble yeah. rap, really? I have a lot of problems with hip hop. Like, okay. like for a hip hop artist, I have a lot of like I love hip hop more than just about anything. I have all these like little beefs with hip hop, things that I don't like about hip hop. Okay, hip hop is homophobic as fuck. Okay, yeah, I think that's horrible. Except Macklemore. Well, I mean, not all. Like hey, now, there's now Mac there's a lot of like gay rappers that like. Of, what do you think about Macklemore? I think Macklemore's awesome. Yeah, me too. That's a whole other. Well, who, what about that guy that wears a? What about that black guy that wears a? Uh, I'm talking about Young Thug. That wears the dress, the wedding yeah, dress. Young Thug. Yeah, is I he gay or what? He's definitely gay. Okay. <laughs> he hasn't come out, but he's definitely okay. gay. Dude, okay. he has a music video where he's sucking a gun's dick. Oh wow. Okay. In a dress. <laughs> okay, like. Okay. But and not that it matters. Just curious. No, no, no. But I hate Young Thug. Not because he wears a dress or right. because he's gay. I hate Young Thug because I don't believe anything from him is genuine. Yeah. Like, I don't think Young Thug is wearing a dress because he wants to wear a dress. I think he's wearing a dress because that's outrageous and marketable and look at what I'm doing. Like, yeah. it's a tactical decision. And so, like, if somebody genuinely just wanted to wear a dress, like, cool, be you. But, like, Uzi Vert mm. and... All these like new rappers, they're all trend following. Yeah. And I have a hard time getting on board with you just following the trend instead of being yourself. Hip hop's kind of always been like that, though. I mean, the, uh, I mean, think about this. I don't know. How old were you when like Master P and shit was popular? I was a kid, but I like. Uh, I mean, when that shit came out, like, I mean, take it from me. I went to Independence High School, probably 95% black kids. 
you know, that that's all I knew about all day long. I heard, you know, motherfuckers wearing their masterpiece shirts and shit like that. Okay, look. They played it in class. But the point is, they 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 people have always, you know, followed people the trend. always follow trends. I'm not denying that. Excuse me. One of the core tenets of hip hop though is keeping it real. Yeah. You're a fraud, you're supposed to be like ousted. Yeah. That's not a thing anymore. So you think those? But I mean, also one of the core they, tenets of hip hop was to every time you rap, you're supposed to give your hottest sixteen you got to try to impress, right? Sure. And that's not a thing anymore either. Okay. Now we're mumbling. We don't even care if you're saying <laughs> words. It's not a thing anymore. No, I'm with hip, you. It's on changing. That. Yeah. But like hip hop has historically been very homophobic, and I think a lot of that has to do with black people are overwhelmingly homophobic because of their religious ties. Sure. Um, I have an issue like. And we're going to get into a whole race thing here, so I'm not going to go into great detail here. But I have an issue with Just black keep it people. Real, man. I, I'm keeping it real. And I have no issues with what I'm saying. Anybody has an issue, they can You're question it. Podcast, we can have, so we can have a discussion. Not. We can have a discussion. But <laughs> um, I have an issue with black people having such an issue with the discrimination that they face and then posing that same discrimination to somebody else. Okay. How can you be upset about racism but then be homophobic? That's ridiculous. No, I'm with you. Um,. So you're saying what well, your point is that that's that's kind of a, a weird like staple of hip hop. Every really time I try like to speak on anything, fuck. every time I try to speak on anything like racially motivated, I get like one of two reactions. Either I'm trying to be down with the black man, I'm trying to be yeah. a black man's man because of uh, my position, like it's horseshit. I'm just a person that has my beliefs. Yeah. But the other thing is like I don't have a right to say that because I'm not black. Like miss me with that bullshit too because I'm a fucking person with opinions and perceptions and I'm entitled to whatever fucking opinion I want. Sure. And not to mention, everything you say isn't always going to be taken the way you mean it, too. People people take shit out of context, you know, get butt You can hurt. misunderstand me like, all you want, but if you're misunderstanding me, that's your fault. That's right. not mine. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're just keeping it real. You know, you don't have any ill intention. Context is key. And if somebody doesn't quite understand context, then that's not our fucking fault, no. you know? So, I, I'm with you on that. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's an odd phenomenon that me personally, like, I don't hear that often because I don't listen to, like, hip-hop, especially, you know, Honestly, any other than like ICP and Tech Nine, but um, you know I, I don't experience it as often. But you know I I do notice like uh, even in ICP songs, like you know they drop like fag and stuff like that, like here and there. I'm like okay, like, so even look, just look, hearing it, like, like when I was in college, I had a um, it was a psychology class. We were talking about racial slurs, and somebody likened homophobic slurs to racial slurs. Okay. And their example was Eminem calling somebody a faggot. Okay. And here's my, and I'm kind of playing devil's advocate because I don't call people faggots. I'll call people gay, but that's just me being stupid. And sure. Like, ha, you're gay. <laughs> that's just me being infantile. But um, the, the truth to me, and I, I posed this opposition to the class. I was kind of like going against everybody on this one. And when I was done, people genuinely thought about it and, Acknowledge that I had a fair point. Okay. Okay? So I'm not condoning homophobia. You just heard how I feel about homophobia. I'm not, right. I'm not on board. But when you call somebody the N-word and when you call somebody a faggot, that is not the same. And the reason is because if I sit here right now and I call you a woman as an insult, it does not mean that being a woman is a bad thing. Right. It means you're a man and you don't want to be a woman. If you call a woman a man, that's insulting. Right? Sure. Okay. Now, I understand fag is a slur. Right. So, in that sense, it's not nice. I can I can concede that. But 
when one man calls another man a faggot, I don't think it's insulting because of gay. Yeah, sure. I think it's insulting because you, you tie that word to feminine. It's it's the context. It's the exact somebody saying you fucking faggot. Like that's different than saying I little faggot. Come here. Like, I mean, that's how I feel. <laughs> you know. So like the M word. Anytime you say that, it's immediately racially motivated. Yeah. If you refer, if you say like anything with the N word, it only relates to their skin color because you would not say the same thing to a white person or right. like it's it's specifically tied to race. That's true. That's Whereas a good point. gay has these other connotations with, like, femininity, mm-hmm. where it doesn't necessarily have to be gay. Like, gay's the problem. And even, you're not, like... Even even femininity isn't the problem. It's just... No, I, no, no. The problem is calling somebody something that they are not. Right, and exactly. And that's why it's insulting. That's the controversy. Right? So, there's that, which well, I he, think a lot of people hear that, and they don't like hearing me say that, but that's just... An honest well, take. Well, there's like there's a joke. I know I know a lot of people have have gone to saying like, oh, I don't say the f word anymore. There's my number one most annoying thing, by the way. What? People that are like overly, insanely yeah. politically correct. <laughs> yeah. I don't Every, say the f word. Oh fuck! Bro. No, the other f word. Oh, okay. That, I, like, for what it's worth, I don't know anyone who does that or has done that. I to saw me, I but. saw I saw a report recently where a high school this is a real thing. A high school is now no longer calling their freshmen freshmen. They're calling them first-year high school students or whatever because it's sexist. And that is, like, the dumbest, most overly extreme sensitive thing. Like, come the fuck on. When I was in high school, you know how many girls were offended by the term freshman? Zero? Not a single one. Nobody even thought about it. I've never even heard of that. That's ridiculous. That's that's one person with a stick up their ass trying to fuck it up for everybody, man. I totally... That's the kid in school was like, teacher... You forgot our homework. That's that kid. I am on board with being sensitive to other people's feelings. Yeah. And trying to accommodate. Like, we should all be mindful of other people's feelings right. and try to be good to each other. I'm on board. Just don't be an asshole is pretty much well, all boys. Like, that's ridiculous. Did yeah. we talk about the Merry Christmas thing versus no. Happy Holidays? No. Okay, so that became a debate, right? Yeah. Merry, oh, you got to say Merry Christmas. No, you got to say yeah. Happy Holidays. Oh, why can't we say Merry Christmas anymore? Like, Look, who check gives this a fuck? out. Check this out. Look, if I say. Merry Christmas to you and you get offended because you're not Christian. You're a fucking asshole because right. I'm trying to be nice to you exactly. and you're fucking like getting your feelings about something stupid. Like I don't fucking know what your religion is. Once Just again, fucking say con- thank you. Like context and common sense go a long way, you know? Second, if I say happy holidays to you because I'm trying to be mindful of other people's religions and you get upset because I didn't say Merry Christmas, go fuck yourself because you're an mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah. It doesn't matter which side of this fucking fence you're on. If you <laughs> pick a side, you're an asshole and right. fuck you. If somebody said happy Hanukkah to me, I'd say thanks, you too. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. either way, somebody's trying to be nice and polite. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's it matter? Why do you give a shit if I say happy holidays or Merry Christmas? Like, uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. That's the dumbest fucking sh- Go fuck yourself. If someone, if like a Muslim person came up to me and said, hey, today is fuck America Day. Happy fuck America Day. I'd be like, happy fuck America Day to you too, buddy. <laughs> My response would be, America, <laughs> fuck yeah. Well, I was going to say, I know it's a comedian's joke, uh, so I don't know who to give him credit, but here the, the difference between, here's the difference between saying faggot and or saying the N-word. You'll say faggot. <laughs> you know, we're saying faggot. <laughs> well, so, uh, like, I also... Don't get me wrong, in, in, I dropped the N-word, and I, I on, like, I've dropped it on Keezy's show many times in context when we're talking about the N-word. Okay, so check but this out. for the sake of just not feeling like it, and I don't want... I feel weird every time I say it. I was trying to explain it to my kids the other day. Try that. Okay, so when I was in, <laughs> when I was in college, different classes, a music yeah. class. Um, in my music class, we're discussing the use of the N-word. And 
we're talking about, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it right now on this show the same way we did in school. When somebody says the word nigger, and we're talking about it like yeah. that. And the whole class is having this discussion. And halfway through the discussion, this black kid in the back is like, yo, can we stop saying it? <laughs> and it's like, I, I get it. Like, yeah. there's, there, there's like, there's a feeling behind that word. And I yeah. understand. But at the same time, like, we have to be able to have these discussions. Yeah. And we shouldn't have to tiptoe, it or, tiptoe around it, particularly when we're talking about it. We're not, we're not talking about, we're not using it casually. We're talking about the word. Did you guys read Huck Finn in school? Uh, I don't know if we read Huck Finn in school. I've read or Huck Tom Finn. Sawyer, one of the yeah, two. Yeah. One of, anyways, one of them has a character literally named Nigger John. Okay, and we read it in class in that style where like everybody reads like four sentences and you go down the row and like our teacher had the discussion with us, like, listen, there's a word in this that you know it's not said anymore, but you know the context of the book that's that was the mm-hmm. time you know they explained it to us. Everybody got it and it was a thing. But I would understand like if somebody was like, yo, like. Uh, this is kind of annoying. Let's chill out with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can get that. I mean, especially I, I can get it, but I can't because obviously that do- that word doesn't affect me. But, but see, this like, you know, like, it still makes me feel gross even like saying. The other it. thing too is like when we go into discussions like this, like things with race, I often have a very unique viewpoint on. Yeah. Because of a few different factors, the first one being I'm biracial. Yeah. So I'm not black, I'm white, and I'm Japanese. Okay, so. I've grown up being biracial and I appear white. Yes. I don't look Japanese. Yeah. People see me, they think white. Sure. So I don't have a genuine minorities life experience. Right. But then when you throw in the fact that I was like a rapper in high school and I was the white rapper then and then there's people calling me nigger this and nigger that, wigger, all these things. I've gotten like a real skewed, bizarre view of race because of these factors. Sure. And they're all factor indifferent. So sometimes people are real quick to tell me like, well, you, you can't have an opinion on this for this reason. Or like, and it's like my, and I, I get that everybody's experience is unique, but my experience is so unique that like, you're going to tell me shit about what I can think or vocalize an opinion on or like, fuck you. I'm like in my whole own little world yeah. with my experience with race. So leave me the fuck alone. I'm yeah. going to give you my take of what I got. And that's the thing. Like people don't realize that everybody has those, you know, that thought in their head too. Like you don't know my shit. So, you know, yeah. don't give me shit for it. So, you know, I, I could see that, you know, especially you being biracial, I'm white as can be, but so I, I especially have never experienced that, but I have like, I don't even have anything to compare. I have that to. Th- like I've been at parties where this is a true story. This is a weird story too, but I was at a party in Arizona once where um, me and one of my friends, who was a girl, just a friend though, were at this party, and like two of my other friends were like hosting the party, and there's like 50 other people I've never met. And we're all hanging out, having a good time, and this dude, like out of nowhere, starts going off with this really bizarre, like strong racism against Japanese people. And I'm oh, like, where really? is this even coming from, <laughs> first of all? Right. <laughs> and like, I'm listening to it for a minute, and I'm trying to let go, because like, I don't know all these people and shit. He's dropping like all the typical... Jap this, Jap that, Pearl Harbor, like... And I'm like, this is such a bizarre <laughs> thing to even be happening right now. But, like, finally, at one point, I get sick of it. And I'm like, yo, check it out, bro. Like, you're going to chill out with that or I'm going to chill you out with that. Like, <laughs> like, I know that you don't know I'm Japanese and there's nobody else here that it look, looks Japanese at all. Right. So you feel real comfortable saying this. But, like, I'm done listening to it. So you're going to chill out. And he starts trying to get all tough with me because he's with all his friends. And I'm, mm. I'm by myself and shit. And I'm like, 
I will run your fade right now. <laughs> I will beat you up, and your friends are going to have to pull me off of you. Your friends can jump me, whatever they got to do, but I will beat you up right now. But I'm going through this, and, like, I don't understand. Like I said, it's already odd. That's an odd kind of rate. Like, this dude was, like, 20. Yeah. What are you? How are you having these strong feelings about Pearl Harbor? Yeah, that's weird, man. Must that's just, bizarre. I mean, you just grow up with it, I guess. If it's if it's normalized in your house, like that's just you know, there's no other way. But like I've gone through things where like I've felt discriminated against because yeah. you know what I'm saying like I've I've dealt with things like that. Sure. And like I said, you heard it. Like high school, I'm getting called all kinds yeah. of racial slurs that don't even apply to me. I've had people call my mom a gook, which doesn't apply to her. She's not she's not Korean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so like I've dealt with a lot of these things. So it's not like I ha- I don't have any experience with that, but I also don't have a true minority experience because I appear white and people sure. treat me white when they just see me. So like some people like look at me and think I'm a skinhead because I got a bunch of fucking tattoos and my head shaved. <laughs> yeah, like no. like that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? So like my perception of race is very different. No, I mean those are all valid points. Uh, the only the only way I can even relate is from when I went to. Um, I went to Columbus Public and Independence, like I said, was like 95% black. So I made friends with the weird um, kids, you know, like the the one like 6'6 black guy that wore a sting shirt and combat boots and a trench coat every day. That was my like friend. <laughs> Bro, I've been I've been in a million. <laughs> but I got picked on and shit because like me and Eric would get like, I remember getting snowballs thrown at us because like Bro, we, I went just to for a party. being white. You I know? went to a party so, with, with a bunch of my friends in Arizona. Shout out to my homeboy Dar- Darrell. He was throwing the party. Um, but I went to a party like all these black dudes, like, I've been in so many rooms, yeah. especially being a rapper, so many rooms where I'm the only white guy. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten so accustomed to that, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, it doesn't sure. bother me. Or, like, I've been at parties with Darrell where, like, one of his homeboys was, like, got too drunk, and he was trying to fight me because I was a white guy at the party. That sucks. I mean, like... What a shame. But, I mean, that's not black people. <laughs> that's, like, that dumb drunk asshole. Drunk idiots. And drunk but, racist idiots. Just like yeah. the idiot you met at, uh, yeah. bitching about Japanese but, like, people. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Let that one loose. All right, I'm better. No, but like, um, I've dealt with stuff like that, but I'm also, like, I can go to a rap show where I'm the only white guy in the entire building and feel perfectly comfortable. Sure. And then I went to a Yellow Wolf concert one time um, where it was nothing but white people, but they were all skinheads with swastikas wow. tattooed all over them. Really? Yeah. That's the kind of crowd he draws? And I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. I've never felt so uncomfortable at a rap show in my life, and they were all white people. That is And weird. I was like, I will, I will never go to another Yellow Wolf show, and it has nothing to do with Yellow Wolf. It's not his fault. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't. No, I'm not, but I'm, That's I mean, weird. It's kind of his fault. When you're when you're waving your rebel flag at every turn, you're drawing in. You know, you know what you're doing. But, That's disappointing. But I'm like, I, I would never go to another Yellow Wolf show, not because of anything Yellow Wolf did, but because I don't want to be in that room. Right. Same reason most people wouldn't want to go to an ICP show. I get it. <laughs> you ever been in a room with a bunch of Juggalos? I've been in many, many. I got all room. kinds of Juggalo friends. I got all kinds of respect for Juggalo everything. I'm not trying to hate on Juggalos right now. But right now, overwhelmingly, right now. overwhelmingly as a whole, you guys smell mm. more frequently than others. You don't shower mm. as frequently as others. Sure. Like and groom yourselves. Sure. Um you tend to get makeup on things that I don't want makeup on. He keeps saying you tend to, as if he didn't grow up as a little juggalo. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not disputing anything. <laughs> I'm just saying the the juggalo flaws are abundantly obvious. Yeah, you're right. They're hard. To, you ever seen that workaholics episode? Yes. Okay. They the did best, a great you know, job. You know what the best thing about that workaholics ep- episode is what? 
if you've never seen any of that or been to any of that, that looks so extremely exaggerated. Yeah. And if you've ever been to any of that, it's spot on. It's not exaggerated at all. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it's like. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like, bro. <laughs> I could see that. It's yeah. not even like a caricature of it. It's an accurate representation. Yeah, for for sure. I it's it. weird. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. on that same vein, I was just going to mention a funny story from the other day about uh, when I was uh, trying to explain to my seven-year-old about the N-word. Um, we were listening to, like, music upstairs, and, like, I think whatever song we were listening to just kept dropping it. Like, Tara was listening to Spotify and the Echo, and, like, I was like, God damn, like, she, she switched it. Because, you know, I, I listen to shit around my kids, but I really don't want them – I don't mind them parroting anything they hear, in all honesty, but I really don't want that ingrained in them. Like, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's, it's just unnecessary. Um, so – <laughs> uh, I, I was like, turn that shit. She, like, I was like, they kept dropping like n bombs or whatever. She's like, what's what's the n word? I was like, oh Jesus Christ! How do I explain? I always keep it real with my kids. Like, yeah, they you got had, to. You well, got to. Uh, I mean, uh, I I explained to them about. I talked about death. I talked to them about you know the animals we're eating. You know all of that shit. Like they know it. Like I don't mm-hmm. really hide that shit. And um, so when it came to that, I was like, how do I explain this? I didn't want to just like deflect and just say, don't worry about it. I don't do right, that shit. Right, right, right. Um, so I was like, listen, um, there's a word that's like a really bad word <laughs> that only bad people say. And uh, I said, and you're not allowed. Yeah, you're never allowed to say it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even going to say it to you right now. I was like, uh, it rhymes with trigger. Except it has an N at the beginning, okay? She was like, oh. I was like, and it's just a word that people call, uh, really bad people call black people when they don't like them. And that's about it. So never say that word. And that's the end of it. <laughs> uh, like, kind of left at that. I figured that was the most politically correct way to explain it to, like, a child. But Okay, so check this out. <laughs> I was, it, it put me in an odd position because I had to come up with that. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I get it. You hadn't thought about it Those yet. moments come and you just don't know what to do, man. All right, so. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um my son. Um I I a couple months ago had to go like meet his teacher. He's he's in like preschool or whatever now. Yeah. And I had to go meet his teacher and then like we went back, I don't know, 2 months ago to see how he was doing. We went in there and the teacher's telling us how he's doing and she's talking about how he um he has like two key friends that he's made in his class. And one of them is this little Indian girl who didn't speak any English. Okay. And now she's starting to pick up a lot of English because of my son, because I hang out all the cool. time. Cool. And she's talking about how, like, um, you know, the teacher will ask questions like, show me the yellow square, and he'll help her. He'll show her. This is the yellow square. That's awesome. The teacher. And I really appreciate that my son, like, there would be nothing wrong with it at all if his two friends were two white boys. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. But I like that he has this little Indian girl that can't speak English as his friend because, first of all, I think it's, like, super nice that he's, like, teaching her. Like, he's compassionate. And yeah, yeah. That's great. But I also like that he's making friends that don't look like him. Right. And I had said something about this after I found, like, to my mom. And my mom's like, why do you think it's so weird that he's not racist? And, like, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> like, it I wouldn't have to be discussed. To be racist. Yeah. I just think it's nice that he is already having the social skills to make friends with people that are unlike him. Absolutely. I think that's yeah. great. Um, a few years ago, when he was, like, real little, like, two, probably, um, my two best friends in Arizona, or two of my best friends, 
are black. And um, one of their kids had a birthday, and I took my son to the, the birthday party. And we were the only, like, not black people at the entire party. Okay. Which, I'm, like, this is my best friend. Like, sure. I'm fine. Um, but my son goes off, and he's playing with all these kids. And there's, like, a little pond by, and, you know, the, the other kids are making sure that he doesn't, like, the older kids are making sure he doesn't get too close to the pond. They're all sure. just playing, having fun. And I, like, looked at, like, my buddies, and I'm like, look at this. Like, this is proof that racism is not natural. No. It's not like, oh, we're always going to have racism. We can't solve it. Or, oh, people are always going. No. Yeah, I'm watching this right now, and these kids are all, like... It's not genetic. Son, I don't think my son even noticed that he looked different. Yeah, than him. I know. And I think the older kids knew, but yeah. they just didn't care. Right. And, like... It's not genetic, was, it's taught, is it the was, point. Yeah, it was so so obvious that this has to be taught. Yeah. None of these kids treated my son any kind of way. If anything, they looked out for him to make yeah. sure he was safe. Yeah. No, my kids are all the same, man. They they, they make you kids have friends to be with everyone. to be racist. Yeah, we don't even... Uh, it's honestly not even, like, discussed at our house. Like, you know, my, my oldest, she just turned 11... And, um, she's, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure like that's her type, you know, <laughs> like I don't give a fuck. It's just, it's, it is, it is what it is. But you know? I mean, this is also one of those things where like you said it, it, it's not discussed. The reason it's not discussed is because if you're not racist, you don't think about it or care about it. Yeah. Right. It's not an issue for you. Right. If you are racist, it's everything to you <laughs> all the time. It's yeah. all you talk about every Subject or discussion comes back to race. Yeah. Everything. You ever watch American History X? Yes. Because that is a very accurate depiction of skinheads. Yes. And that's how it is. Every single thing that they do comes back to race. Yeah. Even if it's menial, if it has nothing to do with race, they'll find a way to tie it to race. Everything is about race if you're a racist. <laughs> if you're not a racist, it only is an, it's only brought up when it's brought up. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and you, you know, we both seem to be at least doing that right. And I think that's also a generational thing, man. Like, you know, I, thankfully, I think with once our parents' generation die out, it's going to be it's really going to be like almost a thing. Of the past. I don't mean racism being a thing of the past, but I mean, like just most of those thoughts, most of those ideas mm-hmm. as far as being in media, everything. I mean. It's, it's everyone's going to end up being a caramel cl- color in a hundred years anyway. So we're all going to be fuck? one race eventually. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to be one a race. Beautiful eventually. beige caramel, beautiful color that. But I mean, like <laughs> everyone will be even <laughs> if if you if you look at it like every progressive movement ever. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. It's going to win. Yeah, you're right. So like. You can be Buckle a homophobic. Up. You can be a homophobic if you want, but you're going to lose that battle. Don't be on the wrong you side of history. Be, I mean, like it's with everything. Like yeah. you can be against legalizing marijuana if you want, but you're going to lose. Yep. You can of which, be a racist if you want, but you're going to lose that one too. Speaking like, of which, te- it's, it's legal today, recreational in California. California, yeah. Congrats, California. You're doing it right. Yep. Ohio over here, backwoods of shit. Hopefully one day, man. <laughs> We're voting for Trump and... Don't get me started on Trump again. Well, let's wrap this up, man. You got anything else you want to like um, just touch on real quick or anything before we go? Or you, uh, we, we covered a lot of ground this episode, I think. Yeah. Get you the- can see me on AZ Love Tour Ooh, in what's February. That? What's that? Tell us The about. tour I'm going on with Mafiotic Misfits in okay. February. You got like a uh, new album or something that you're uh, We do have a new peddling? album to put out in August, but um, we're going to have every year we have an exclusive tour mixtape. Okay. Exclusive mixtape with all new songs just for the tour. Okay. Um, Weapon were, Eight. Were you doing stuff with um, Mr. Sly uh, regarding uh, Mafiatic? Was he? Yes. Yes. He's uh, he's he's a part of it for sure. What's, um, what's he doing? I haven't talked to him in a couple few well, weeks. I haven't talked to him either. Like basically, we we keep trying to like do some things, but things have gotten backed up, especially with, like the holidays thing. I did it's it. just hard to find time. 
but um, we're gonna get back on track here, and yeah, he's he's gonna be a part of things. Sweet. Um, but right now we're we're gearing up for AZ Love Tour. It's gonna be Mafiotic Misfits, which is my click. Uh, McNasty is going with us again, cool. and then we got a new uh a new artist coming with us named Era. Era. Um, but we're doing four dates in Arizona in February. Um, I think it's Scottsdale. Wait, do you guys have a Tucson. website or something that where people can find Mafioticmisfits.com. I mean, our Facebook page has it. Like everything has. Okay, if cool. you if you got my Facebook page, you'll see all the shit too. Um, but uh, yeah, we got we got that coming soon. So come out and see me and party with me and fuck yeah, check out my dig. Well, like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, we last episode we literally didn't have a YouTube Facebook page. Anything posted at all on the internet. No internet presence at all. But since then, we now have a Facebook page, YouTube. Um, we don't have Twitter yet. Maybe we should get on that. I have that. a question to ask you about this, and we'll just do it right here. Yeah, go for it. Listening. What are we doing about live broadcasts? We can do that. And I'm down to do that. I at, meant to ask you before we did this because yeah. I was posting a thing about it. And I was like, oh, if we had a live, I'd just share the link right now. We can do that, in all honesty, on the next episode if you like. Yeah, I, I have it. We have the ability. The only reason I haven't is just because we didn't talk about it, honestly. So we can do that. Absolutely. Well, if we do that, then, like, I. I can I can share this and everybody you guys can listen to it's, us live. Especially if we're gonna be like planning on the same time, you know, every Monday if we yeah. do like every Monday at ten or whatever, you know. Yeah. Well uh you can you guys can wake up with us or check us out, you yeah. know, during the during the day. Brush your teeth while you listen to <laughs> me and me and I already used my three amigos' names. Keys. <laughs> um, we uh, so you can li- you can now subscribe to this on iTunes. Leave us reviews. Check us out on uh, Stitcher, Google Play Music Podcasts. Should be on TuneIn Radio. Literally any. I app- listen on Google Play. That's where I listen. Any app that has podcasts, you should be able to search for Iconoclash and and find us. Um, and the episodes will currently be living on Keezy.com also and um, YouTube. You can watch the yes. videos of us hanging out. Yeah, I'm sure they're excited. Because it's got the cool table that looks cool, and then we're just standing, sitting here talking. Yeah, but you know, we'll utilize that as needed. So next episode, I'm showing my dick. All right, so tune in so live tune on in YouTube to see that. <laughs> live on YouTube for that. All right, man. Well, catch you later. Thanks for uh, listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye.